Oh boy, I don't think we came together during that one. A little bit. At all. A little bit. A little bit of harmony. Harmony in there. Hey, hey, listener. It says we're back. We're talking Justice League. Uh, that's where I'm at, Deshaun. When did you see Justice League? I saw it uh, Thursday night, 6 p.m., probably one of the first screenings. In, uh, that's pretty 70 good. millimeter, too. I, I, oh. I pulled the trigger on 70 millimeter. Um, oh, I don't think, yeah, I don't think we ever finished talking about that. Yeah, when we were talking about I, that. I'm, I'm curious to see if it was worse or better. I have a funny feeling it was actually better uh, hiding the CGI, but it's probably it, it was, yeah. Uh, Anywho, uh, yeah. yeah, both saw it, right. obviously. Uh, gonna spoil we'll it. Both saw Justice gonna League. spoil the shit out We're of it. We're gonna spoil it. We're gonna talk about it, what we liked, what we didn't. Uh, but before that, we're gonna do what I'm gonna start calling Andrew's Needless Preamble, which is, uh, hey, we have a topic that we want to get right to, but I'm gonna just, oh, I'm gonna throw in a couple things. Uh, ooh, geez, burps. Uh, before Justice League, there was a couple of trailers, like, before the movie, uh, which, like, they, they had previews for the upcoming attraction, Sean. So there is one I've, I've never... I hadn't seen the trailer for this or heard of this movie at all, and I I got fucking pumped when I saw this. The John Krasinski movie? Did you see the trailer for that? Is that the one where... It's, like, all silent? No, I don't think I've seen that. So the trailer is, like... I f- Fuck! Oh fuck! I forget what it's called. Um, I'm gonna start looking it up while I talk about I'll, it. I'll I'll do it so you can you can, you can go. If you find the trick, like it looks so good. Uh, it's a horror movie where whatever the monsters or the creatures or the, the the evil other thing is, which they don't show you at all what it is in the in the trailer. It can it'll attack you if there's sound. So it looks like it's going to be basically uh, not only like a dialogue-free movie, but like a sound-free movie. Like, it's the trailer is just all silence. There's not a single line of dialogue, and it's like, it's fucking awesome. I don't know. I got really excited. I I didn't look up what it's called though. So um, it's called A Quiet Place. It comes out April sixth, twenty eighteen. Uh, right. Directed by John Krasinski, written by Scott Beck, John Krasinski, and Brian Woods. Um, okay. The, looks Emily Blunt's Emily in Blunt. there. Are they married? I think they're married, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a good. That's a good celebrity couple. I'm a, yeah, I'm a fan of that. Absolutely. I'm a fan of those two. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. Well, if you haven't seen it, I don't know how useful it is to talk about that. But it looks fucking awesome. And I had not seen the trailer. I hadn't heard of this movie. Uh, it was, it didn't make a sound on my radar. Ha-ha. <laughs> uh, it, I don't know. I, 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 my brother was telling me about it while, cause I saw Justice League with my brother and, uh, one of my good friends back home. Uh, and he was telling me, he was like, yeah, John Krasinski like wrote and directed it. I was like, how do you know? Like, this isn't how this usually works. I just go over my head. Over my yeah. helmet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I... Okay, uh, not for the podcast. That just reminded me something. This is not for the podcast. This is a separate thing. Um, I, I had to deal with some asshole at work. There's somebody at work who keeps being a fucking asshole right now, uh, basically being insubordinate and shit like this. And he f- 
made me so fucking pissed off like two weeks ago. He was insubordinate before Angelo. I was talking to Angelo and Dewey, seeing if they would stick around. Yeah, and, like, you were talking about a little bit more. Oh, did yeah, I say he went over he, my home. I literally, yeah. he, he literally went over, sorry. Anyway, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it was the only way I could keep my cool. Um, okay, sorry about that. I'll cut that out. Uh, but yeah, yeah, no, please do. Uh, but yeah, no, so my brother knew uh, about this movie, and I had not seen anything for it, and it, it looks terrifying. That kind of, um, that kind of silent tension in horror movies really fucks me up. That like I like the Paranormal Activity movies, like, the earlier ones, or I guess the good ones, one and three are good. Uh, mostly because when they get to the nighttime scenes, it's you're just it's sitting in silence, and the scary things are like something will move slightly, or it'll be like a loud sound, and like that in my that is weirdly effective for me. Yeah, so absolutely. I don't know. Yeah, it just looks a little bit more intense because there's gonna be some family drama. It looks like um, it comes at night, which wasn't that good. That came out a couple months ago. Uh, it looks similar to that, like in horror movie tone. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, Justice League, though. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about, Sean, yeah. and I wanted to talk about the, this with you a little bit before. I watched all of the other DCEU movies or whatever it's actually called. If it's going to be around any longer after this. <laughs> uh, that's Okay, we can talk about that after. But um, I watched Man of Steel. I Honestly, I half watched a couple of these because like, I've seen them all, but... I watched Man of Steel, uh, Batman v Superman, fucking Suicide Squad, and <laughs> I was so mad about watching Suicide Squad, I, just for the I record. I just choose not to. And Wonder Woman. I, I, I've i seen it once, so I was like, you know what, I'll give it, like, I know there's that director's cut, I was like, I'll give it a second shot. And I was just like, oh, like, within the first five minutes, by the time the title shows up, I was like, oh, fucking right. <laughs> That's one of those things where the director's cut is kind of a marketing gimmick and it's just extra scenes added in and not parts of the film that actually finished the film like BVS did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that being said, if they come out with a director's cut of Justice League, I'm very interested. Oh, in my gosh. Like an extended cut. I'm very, very interested in seeing some of it because there's a lot of stuff. I actually have a there's a cinema cinema blend article I have that's open. That's all the scenes that aren't in the tra- that aren't oh in the movie God. that are from the trailer. Oh, yeah, which is a lot. actually like a lot, a lot. of shit. Um, but uh, I wanted to talk about the DC movies before uh, because I think there were some meta narrative things they were building towards. Not necessarily meta narrative, but like an overarching narrative of what makes the current DC heroes interesting that I don't think they touched upon at all in Justice League. Uh, every single member of the Justice League comes from an outside world or society, mm-hmm. like to save uh, basically the human race or Earth, which is not who they are, uh, with the exception of. Batman, Flash, and Cyborg are the three, like, actual humans. Then Superman, Wonder Woman, and Aquaman, uh, they're not human. Uh, and it's just kind of... It's just kind of interesting where it's, like, they could have done something where it's, like, all of... Where, like, the Marvel heroes are mostly, like, I'm just kind of, like, an everyman, like, a snarky everyman who suddenly is thrust upon this fantastical situation... Justice League, a lot of the times, is like these f- more fringe or outside elements who are like have all these great abilities who choose to defend and fight for a, 
uh, a home other than their actual home. And that's something interesting that I like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, this is a half point, which I'm, which I'm really good at like setting shit up and then not concluding. Um, it, it's just not, I, I, I just feel like that wasn't touched upon at all. Like in this movie. I don't think there was much of anything touched upon in this movie, but... uh, It really wasn't. (laughs) uh, It really wasn't. Well, Uh, yeah, I agree. Well, that's that's the big separation of DC and Marvel is that Marvel, they're a little more, I would say, accessible because they are average Joes that get abilities, not people that have abilities when they're born or mm -hmm. get them throughout their life or... You know what I mean? So it's, uh, it's a pretty significant difference in how the origins are come about. So yeah. Yeah. Most, most of the DC heroes are already born being the way they are with, again, the, well, it's split down the middle. Actually still, it's just Aquaman, Wonder Woman and Superman. And then Batman, flash and cyborg, like something happened to them. You can argue, you can argue, Batman was born with his power too. His he's rich it's money. That's true. <laughs> tie in tie in that terrible joke from the movie. Uh, yeah, it's not. Oh God, the jokes. Oh God. Um, let's. Okay, I, I guess I didn't have as much to talk about there. I, I don't know. I was just like thinking about different things, and I I was thinking about Superman, like this version of him, where I, I don't know. He's like. I don't know. It was going to get political, so I probably just shouldn't even He's get like into a brooding it. observer in the Snyderverse and He is. He's kind of like a re- he's kind of a refugee yeah. though, too. Like where it's like his his homeland is got destroyed in a military coup uh, and he came to Earth where other people of his uh, race basically are like viewed as these violent basically terrorists, but he's somebody who fights for good and uh justice uh (laughs) and the american way and it's just like it's it's an interesting i I don't know i was thinking about that at some point in my sleep deprived flight while watching wonder woman where i was like she comes from a different place and she's like a outside warrior fighting for us superman's kind of like a ref but i don't know i was just like thinking about that like what's the modern version of superman and like how it kind of applies and Again, this movie, and I was hoping, going into this, I was hoping maybe it would touch upon some of these larger themes, and this doesn't. There's not a lot of... It's, it's the, probably the most shallow movie DC has ever made, but, like, post-Schumacher post Batman. What about Suicide Squad, man? Like, I just watched that, like, That's what true. the fuck was the point of That's that? True. You know how Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad <laughs> includes? I'm... I, I, I'm very tired. Suicide Squad, uh, like... Everyone's in prison seeing, like, what gifts they got, basically, for being in prison. And it's like, uh, Deadshot can talk to his kid. Killer Croc just wanted BET. <laughs> Captain Boomerang gets nothing. He gets put back in solitary. Uh, it's like and a then... dysfunctional, alcohol-fueled Wizard of Oz in a weird way. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Because <laughs> they all like uh, Amanda Waller's Oz, and they just want something from. <laughs> Do you remember that part where the man steps out from behind the curtain to shoot all of his subordinates who did his dirty work for him? 
Uh, and then no one reacts to it in a proper way. No one thought um, that was questionable. Yeah, Rick Flagg's just kind of like, oh, you are tough. Um, like, no, she's kind of a fucking murderer, Rick Flagg. Uh, no, but Harley Quinn gets an espresso machine. She makes an espresso, and then the wall blows up, and Joker's gang shows up, and he, they shoot everybody, and then, like he's just like, oh, I couldn't leave you, baby. Smoking. And then he... <laughs> And then the movie just kind of ends. Yeah. He's fucking. It doesn't really just kind of end. It does end. <laughs> well, I, yeah. yeah, it was Dennis yeah, Reynolds yeah, in yeah. it. But the, <laughs> he, and then it just ends. Ends. <laughs> I feel Justice League also just kind of ends. Ends yeah. too. It's you. You were afraid it was going to be a collection of scenes in an order, and Justice League certainly was. I. It, I would. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, let's go through this. Uh, so I walked, let's... I walked into it like maybe 30 seconds to a minute late. Uh, mm. so it was like in the midst of Superman talking, uh, to the kid. And I was like, okay, that... what a weird scene. Okay. <laughs> Start. Yeah, this is okay. And then you could tell the lip, like, uh, the lip was there, CGI. It looks like there's, it really does, you can see like a discoloration where in the shape of a mustache in that opening yeah. shot. And there's also, which is like phone shot. Yeah. Well, and then the rest of the movie, his upper lip is a different shade than his lower lip. Like, and it looks like it, like, uh, duck bills out a little bit more. <laughs> and then it cuts to, um, Batman in the most jarring, like, I was like, what is this scene? That scene, really fucking weird, but I loved the iconography. Iconography. (laughs) We got there. We got there, pal. Um, We should title this A Very Sleepy Review of Justice League. (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, I... That scene was so weird and jarring. You're absolutely right. Uh, you want to you want to hear my my first thought of that? I was like, why does this remind me of Batman Forever or Batman and Robin? Just the color palette. There was a lot. I his costume I moved uh, weird, and he moved weird, and the colors were neon and like kind of like there were some neon accents in there and i was like this just like looks like a really really expensive tv episode the whole movie looks like a really expensive tv episode yeah with a couple exceptions here and there i that batman scene i was let's just talk about batman real quick i don't we we've talked previously about Ben Affleck had a bunch of personal problems and like I don't think he gave a shit as much in this. I don't think he tried nearly as hard. No. I think he really gave a shit during BVS and I think it you can tell he doesn't Batman's probably the biggest failing in this movie in terms of the characters. I think they did the a bit the biggest disservice to Batman. And like that's coming off the movie where Batman murdered everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a high bar. <laughs> he, I did not like his new suit in this. I didn't no. like the first half, the the black the black suit. Yeah, I, I actually like the second half of the movie suit. I thought was pretty cool. It looked, in the first couple real pictures and stuff of it, it looked super night owly. Mm-hmm. But I I think it was more Arkham Arkham Knight by the end of the yeah, movie. Yeah, I, I I dug it. They also I, I also they, I can dig it. They, <laughs> they point out in I think it's half in the bag actually. They say. 
and I thought this. I was like, I genuinely believe that Snyder's costuming only works under everything, all of his specifics of design and lighting and color correction because all of, it just looked so bad when it was like brightened up and everything was changed. Mm-hmm. Like you could tell that it was meant the scenes when like, as much as I appreciated that they made the end red, this, the trailers where it's like the dark black or gray in the background with Batman yeah. look a lot better. They do. I like so the, the shot where he like does like the, the, he does the glide yeah. land slide Chuck the grenade yeah. thing looks way cooler in the in the dark darker sky yeah. i uh ah, fuck that was a prediction i had that was they're gonna bring superman back or that was gonna be a thing to prevent superman from coming back that it was a red sky so that this the yellow sunlight wasn't gonna be there and like they need to destroy whatever is making the sky red in order to bring superman back but instead it just wasn't an issue <laughs> uh, i well it's funny too because uh our ideas for how he was going to come back were way better than their idea <laughs> for how he was going to come back. Uh, yeah, I was surprised with how that was handled. I was like, before we get into that, one last thought f- on the Batman suit. Yeah, he just looked pudgy. Yeah. He just looked fucking pudgy, and like yeah. he didn't. I he, Affleck was a monster, and he looked and felt like a monster in BVS. In this. They turn him into just a guy in a suit and like we'll get into it like when soups got resurrected and the whole other team is standing there in the line. I was like, where's Batman? I was like, I wonder if he's just going to run up and kind of be out of breath in in like a couple seconds. And then that happened. And then, like, he gets thrown, and then he's, like, on his back, and he's like, oh, oh boy, oh, man, that hurt, Joss, I can't get up. Joss like Whedon quip, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, there was a couple really, really whedon things where it was, like... I do, I they I, know, I can, like, almost point out exactly what they changed. It's, it's so fucking obvious. Some people were... Some people yeah. were like, oh, it's not that important. I'm like, this is like beyond easy to tell. Not I'm, like <laughs> barring. Are you talking about the uh, are you talking about the sky captain in the world of tomorrow bat cave scene where I don't think anybody was in the same well, room? Well, I don't talk- think Affleck was in the same room in any of his scenes. He just is like yeah. off doing his own thing. I'm like, where? I, I, I kept forgetting. I was like, where's Batman? Like, I keep forgetting that he's in the movie almost, which is, is he, I guess is he with PJ, which I, I guess is like a, a, not a terrible thing, because at least the other heroes kind of kept carried the movie i guess whatever you want to call it but uh i was like it doesn't either the reshoots or his problems just made it like they had to shoot around it and i mean you know obviously that's like you know how it is you can't really uh, complain but you know you can only wish for the best for that dude but uh yeah it was just so obvious that they like i don't think they were ever all in the same room no, and that that one scene though, where it was they're in the Batcave uh, or the hangar or whatever, wherever the fuck they were, and they just got the mother box um, from Cyborg, and they were all standing around talking, and Batman's like goading Wonder Woman into like getting more aggressive so she can lead the team, and like these, everyone's kind of arguing and stuff. Uh, it's that there was a wide shot where it was all the heroes all in the same shot, and Ben Affleck's like talking to all of them, and he's like. It just looks like everybody got composited into a sky captain in the world of tomorrow scene. Like yeah. it, it was. I was like, "Jeez, oh, the little wheeze," and it just kept going. I was like, "This is not even a great scene." Like, there's, there, 
you could, yeah, all the elements that felt like Whedon felt like it was cheap TV. Um, because they probably had to stretch $25 million over a course of about 45% of the movie. Mm-hmm. Because and that's that's like the the biggest crime with this movie is that it's everyone's gonna say how does this three hundred million dollar movie look so shitty and it's because about forty five percent of it was made with twenty five million dollars and like I'm gonna be honest I probably would have just much rather seen Snyder's vision at at this point if it, if even if it was a flaming pile of shit which it probably it was been... and like totally nonsensical and just like he's probably just losing his mind making these movies because they're just insane yeah, yeah. Uh, just the production of it all each movie is probably three years of his life uh, yeah that's a lot you know? that's a long fucking time to yeah. pour into and like no break no movie after movie. Movie after movie, he's the, basically uh, he's basically been going nonstop for Warner Brothers since probably like 2011, when they announced it. And before that, honest, yeah, Watchmen. Uh huh. Watchmen was huge. Three hundred, I'm sure, was big in its own right. And I mean, Sucker Punch was a seven year production. <laughs> uh, they made a real dragon. Yeah. So the movie immediately. I think we should just start. Sorry to cut you off, but. I you we each sent one word texts when we were done with the movie and they both rhymed and I think we really need to bring that up. I said you oof. Say your thing. and I said goofy yeah. and they both rhyme. But I I like that was our takeaways here. I think that's important at the top to be like this is we're kind of bummed. <laughs> I'm kind of bummed. I'm I'm more like frustrated than bummed. I I'm not like let down because I don't think this movie could have possibly let me down in the sense that it's. If it's bad, I'm just going to chalk it up to the insane, ridiculous production stuff that went uh, down. Like, the fact, like, I'm boycotting Mission Impossible 6 because I think it's insane <laughs> that they wouldn't let him shave his mustache. It is absolutely insane. Seriously, like, it really is. It's, his hair looked really bad, too, in the in the cornfield scenes. Yeah, they, well, they, he, it was probably cut shorter for MI6 or whatever, so they probably couldn't yeah. comb it back all the way. And It looked real weird. Yeah, everything about Superman was, I mean, the characterization was fine. They made him Superman again, but everything else was it awful. Did. <laughs> it did. It was just a little jarring, and they, it didn't even... You know what? They kind of did the Superman has brain damage when he gets brought back to life thing that we've talked about. They kind of did. I said that to my roommate. I was like, what if he's like just like a nicer guy because he's a little dumber? Yeah. (laughs) It's like, that's endearing. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. It's, uh, well, all right. Let's let's try to like uh, yeah. go through I guess the general plot because we could just go yeah. on offshoots and tangents about each scene because this we is will. literally scenes in an order and I said mm-hmm. I said to uh, my roommate you can probably swap and interchange the first twenty minutes of the movie and it wouldn't make any difference there's no connective through line to any of it it's all just like vignettes of characters very similar to Suicide Squad you can just yeah you can cut and paste either any of those scenes in any particular order you could start it with the Superman thing you could start it with the Batman scene like the cold open can change it's just like interchangeable schlock and then yeah with a I- Zack Snyder <sighs> opening credits montage that opening credits montage was like awful 
I dug it, but it felt really out of place. It, well, it was just like the least interesting. It weird. It was the least interesting opening credit sequence that Zack Snyder's ever done. And there were like, there was a Very slow mo shot of fruit flying over. I was like, what the fuck? Why am I seeing this right now? It was like a dude in like a Megadeth shirt. Yeah, yeah I guess <laughs> like they were out. like kind of. Poli- and that's also going to date this movie with like the David Bowie and Prince. And that, that I was, was like so weird. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. This is. So is David Bowie, Superman, and Prince on the Daily Planet headline, and it was just like, did they all go back to their home planet? I was like, very tasteful movie. <laughs> and I'm so, and I just like was having this realization. I was like, is this what people always think of Zack Snyder? And I'm just opening my eyes to it now about how, like his insane yeah. filmmaking, or is this just way different than normal? Because it just seemed like. Nothing. All it was like the least. I was like, oh, cool. There's a cool opening montage. That'll be night neat. And then it was just the least interesting shit I've ever seen. There was. I don't think this was ever fully Snyder's vision. No. In a lot of ways, like there was. There was, and this is a thing I love about movies, and I think Snyder's pretty good at this usually, there was nothing that was needlessly grandiose or operatic about this in any way. Oh, yeah. uh, Except for the Steppenwolf stuff, but whenever it started to get kind of up its own butt, which is fine, it would, like, cut away from that. Like, it would be like, oh, no, we can't do that. But it's like, (laughs) that that at least would be interesting. Like, I don't know who the new gods are, but, like, you can elaborate a little bit on some, like, space like a space pantheon of gods like why the fuck not yeah, like yeah st- like th- that's where he comes from and like the best fucking uh, well i don't know i i don't know we'll, we'll get to that the uh that opening scene was weird it, it felt like him spinning his wheels kind of like i don't know it was just kind of a good song i, I didn't hate that montage it did feel kind of weird it's just uh, like what was being shown was just weird to me. I was like, okay. People sad that Superman was dead, but And then okay. flying fruit. I was like, <laughs> like Zack yeah. Snyder can definitely pick more interesting things to show in slow motion than this. Uh, yeah. Like bullets hitting the ground. Okay, that's cool. Like that's the mm-hmm. thing he normally does. He did it in the last action scene too with the the gun thing. Yeah. It's like Batman. Batman. Uh, so then it kind of goes into Themyscira, which was my favorite part, I think. That scene when they're trying to get the mother box away from Steppenwolf was, like, so was interesting. Crazy. That was so interesting. It was crazy. <laughs> they're just trying, yeah. like, these crazy methods of propel- propelling the mother box forward away from him. And I was Lassoing like, so the mother cool. box. <laughs> Tying it to an arrow, shooting the arrow, so one person will like catch it and then like on, on horseback like sixty feet away. It was While really the cool. Person who, but the person who's shooting that arrow is getting killed. Yeah, like, it was that. I think there was a couple things that happened before. I think Wonder yeah. Woman has her yeah. her little action scene, which one of my favorite parts of the movie. And that um, was, I think, Snyder too. I think it was. Yeah, I think so. It felt like there were some weed that was, changes. Yeah. You know what I noticed during that scene? You were saying it reminded you of Batman Forever. It was the the Danny Elfman score. Re, Danny Elfman scores, I think, nowadays don't, in action movies work. especially, they do not work. Uh, there's one summer where he did Hellboy 2, The Golden Army, and Terminator Salvation, and both of those scores are so bad. And I've Hellboy 2, The Golden Army is like... There's a lot to love in that movie. <laughs> There's a lot to love in Hellboy 2. Um, it's just 
the fucking score ruins the tone of what that movie should be throughout and uh like whatever uh, the 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 music in this though is very like it's very Schumacher Batman Schumacher Batman it almost feels like Danny Elfman's interpretation of what like the score normally is you know what I mean he like tried to recreate it but it's through his style and it just didn't work I will say though the Flash's theme is really good I didn't even notice. You'll, it. you'll, I'll send it to you. It's the, it's yeah, in the scene when me. they resurrect. It's like, it's like, it's got like that, like flick, flitter, fluttery kind of thing in the background. It's pretty good. That's like probably my favorite part of the score. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But at that point, I was like, just, you might as well throw in the, that's the, uh, that's a Schumacher version, right? It's like the Schumacher Batman theme literally is screaming itself at you. It's so loud and hor- it's all horns and it's loud. Yeah. And like they keep falling back on it too. It's like they really have like they have like three musical cues. It's stand with me as brothers. Um, they they like get close to I'll get drive through bad in this movie, but they never get that bad. I'll fuck some other woman, Alfred. Because <laughs> all Alfred wants for it, like, if you can define Alfred from his what in this movie, is like, he just wants Batman to fuck. Like, yeah. that's all he wants. He's he wants Murray. Like, He's Murray in Stranger Things, too. <laughs> He's just feeding, He's feeding Bruce Damn. alcohol and trying to get him laid. <laughs> While Alfred himself is very day drunk as well. <laughs> There's a couple... Like you know what that would have been an ama- you know what would have been an amazing character moment Alfred and Aquaman enjoying a drink together <laughs> yeah I'd, I'd be prob- that would and like, Affleck just car- Batfleck just sits there on the corner just staring at them come on dad <laughs> he's like and like then they could also make fun of Bruce together like I saw it with my friend um, from home. And he was saying something that one of the stronger elements in the movie, we're already out of order again, I'm sorry, uh, was Aquaman constantly making fun of Batman. He's like, he was so tickled by the fact that he is in a bat suit and like, he dresses up like a bat. That's, all right, sure, sure, brother, whatever works for you. Then when he like finally sees it, it's that trailer moment. It's like, dress up like a bat. All right, like it's. I dig it. Yeah. I Like, if they leaned into that like a little bit more and kept falling back on him just like he just can't he's just like all right man like i'm sweet 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 ears man like do they even do anything like he just like he just like doesn't get like he's like this is what we're doing but i still don't get it Uh, um also side note from that scene uh batman's basically outed twice by both by two members of the justice league uh there were those two guys standing completely still on the water riverbank in that town where Aquaman is. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so you're the Batman, like in front of like three people. And then well, they established most of those people did not speak. Uh, that's English, true. Though. That's true. 
That's true. That was my because someone online pointed that out before I saw the movie, um, and that I think it's a good point. I was I was thinking about yeah. it while. Okay, while all right, that's movie, fair. But I'll give it to you. I'm not trying. All right, I'm sorry. Uh, and sorry. then and then <laughs> you sound upset. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> and well, then Flash does it too, and that's just a blade. And that's all. That's your signal. That like that means you're bad. Like, yeah. Uh, Oops. Yeah. Uh, so I'll talk about him. Uh, <laughs> see, he was the one of the few things that I actually enjoyed about the movie, I, and it wasn't his lines; uh, it was his looks that he gave were hilarious. He the, uh, what? Do we want to just get into that before we get back into plot things? Yeah, Ezra Miller's I, The Flash. I, I'm not gonna talk about the Flash necessarily. I'm gonna talk about looks. This movie is filled with. So many reaction shots. Oh, yeah. And it's, I think, the why the movie falls apart. Everyone's always just like, this is going to work really well on the podcast. Everyone's always just like. <laughs> he, Andrew's like, making faces. Everyone's just fucking mugging. And you know what like, it is? It's- Wonder Woman especially is always just like eye rolls and she's like I work with a bunch of children like boys will be but every face she makes feels like it's like almost saying boys will be boys every Mm -hmm. time it's like and I think that's a uh, technical thing to be able to ADR lines and change the entire plot which is exactly what they did Um, yeah direct redirect the whole plot Um, it's an easy it's an easier way to do that without having to reshoot it you just record the dialogue and I know you know what I'm talking. I'm just you know, yeah. for the viewers, for yeah. the listeners, I should say. Um, but like all those reaction shots, Affleck had like he's just standing pu- there, not doing anything. His pu- in like, his pudgy bat suit, and he's just like, but there's a robot filter over it for some fucking reason. <laughs> the like it's just I don't know. I like I was talking to my brother and I feel like that's really where the tone and the goofiness of this movie fails opposed to like the goofiness of a Marvel movie. A Marvel movie can be goofy because it's more driven from the heart of the movie itself, but this is just like mugging and like f- bad jokes. Mm. I did not I did not dig the Flash that much. Nah, you weren't into it. No. He was one of the few I, things that I... Well, the jokes that were in the trailer didn't land for me because I knew they were coming, but uh, yeah. the one look he gives when Cyborg walks up, and he's just kind of like... That was funny. That was really that good. That was funny. And then there's another look. It's two times I, I laughed hysterically was that look, and then when he... Three looks, he's I should running. say. Uh, yeah. And then when the he, second one. The second one is when he's zipping around the Batcave, and he, and he lands in the... Uh, in the Batmobile and he just kind of like, yeah, that was funny. And then uh, obviously lo- when he's looking around Superman, when Superman, yeah. that was probably the best moment in the entire movie. Honestly, that was pretty fucking awesome yeah. where Superman is evil uh, and he's fighting. He's be he's literally one arm is holding off Aquaman with his trident. The other one's holding off, uh, 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 Wonder, Wonder Woman? Woman, and then Cyborg's like thrust it using his thrusters against him, and he's just standing there. And the Flash tries to run around and flank him, and then Superman's eye turns at like normal speed, then, and he sees the Flash, and the Flash is just like staring at him. And then it cuts to Superman starting to turn, and he's just still staring at him. And it's like his eyes get wider each time, where he's just like, Whoa, like, like he's never come across somebody you can tap into who can like reach the speed force kind of like level which was that was cool that yeah, was really good that was a great I, I agree and i'm i actually think 
that might have been Snyder, because that was the one time in that scene where his mustache didn't look fake. Like, his face didn't look fake. That scene in particular was the one where I was most confused. Yeah. Where oh, I was like, yeah. who is responsible for who was who was responsible for this? That's Do we want to And you know what? That's a question I can right answer about you can ask about that for the whole movie. Like who's responsible for this movie existing? <laughs> <laughs> and why did it come out on November seventeenth, twenty seventeen? Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the balls they had to keep that release date. <laughs> Yeah. What are they going to do? Make it wait long, like drag it out longer and throw more money at it? Make it a $350 million movie? Like, what do you do? What yeah. do you do at this point? There's nothing else out right now. Yeah, that's true. There's nothing. Yeah. There's a lot of good indie stuff. I'm going to have to go see some fucking indie things to wash this and Thor out of my, out of my yeah. fucking mouth. But Yeah, I might go uh, see Lady Bird um, this week or something. Um, I'm going to try and do that. And I feel like there's something else that's out. Three billboards over Ebbing, Missouri, or whatever the hell it's called. Um, uh, McDonough, Martin Mc, Marty McDee. Uh, he's the fucking man. Um, uh, so I guess let's talk about... It goes to... And I honestly don't even remember any of the Steppenwolf shit. Steppenwolf's a villain. He's from space. He wants to terraform Earth. It's the same fucking plot for Man of Steel. And also Smallville Season 6, which I'm just watching right now. Zod wants to terraform Earth into Krypton. I was like, shit. Oh, my God. You're on Season 6 already, Sean? I'm, I'm, like a lot of TV. I'm not. It's like a I, lot of TV. I honestly, Andrew, I honestly probably watched like five episodes of Season 5 and like slept through most of it. And, you know what that's I mean? Yeah, I'm not, yeah, that's I'm not like that's actually fair. sitting and watching 22 episodes. I'm like half half ass watching it in the background. I think it's better. I think it's better that we're doing this review in the states that we're in right now because I don't know what the fuck this movie was. Like I really don't. Like this is just like a f- like probably the biggest mess I've ever seen on screen and I feel terrible for everyone. Honestly, everyone involved. I'm like no one in this movie deserved this. So it wasn't what this wasn't how it was supposed to happen. No, not at all. And like there's weird things that let's go back to that Superman phone clip that starts the movie where it's a bunch of children interviewing Superman for their podcast. All of these children sound like cartoon children. They sound like the cast of the Rugrats. It's yeah. Interviewing <laughs> E.G. Daly. Interviewing, Elizabeth Daly. <laughs> interviewing Superman. One of them says, have you ever fought a hippo? And like, yeah, I was weeding too. I was like, weeding is the best you got. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't fucking know. And then he, I think, uh, he's, I think he's fucking sabotaging. He's still working for Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, uh, Superman is asked what his favorite thing about Earth is, and he doesn't know the answer to the question. He does. They cut him off before he answers the question, and I honestly thought that was going to be like essential. Like, what is Superman's favorite thing about Earth? You never, you never find out. It's uh, Lois Lane, dude. I was expecting. Yeah, that's true. Uh, also, in movies now, um, the big guns just refer to an, an Amy Adams in a uh, Maybach. <laughs> um. So like, yeah, the first scene. Oh, well, I missed like the beginning, but I found a clip of it online. Uh, mm-hmm. So that was awkward as shit. And then they concoct this plan, and I had I had feared this, and I think in our trailer talk I actually mentioned this. I said my main fear is that they rewrite how they bring back Superman, and that is exactly what happened uh, in this movie. Because every, every single scene he's in, the CGI lip exists, I think. 
I don't think there's any scene that doesn't exist, um, which is like <laughs> yeah. the most telling sign. But also, so they're like, we got to bring Superman back. That whole scene was reshot. That was the scene you're talking about in the hangar with the mother box. Then yep. it cuts to Flash and Cyborg grave robbing Clark Kent's grave. Let's talk about that. Which is hilarious, I think. It turned into an episode of Buffy season six from the end of that conversation. Little Buffy tangent. Uh, spoiler alerts for Buffy season five. The end of Buffy season five, Buffy sacrifices herself and kills herself uh, to save the world, to stop a goddess from um, achieving her true uh, power and opening up the Hellmouth or some shit. It's usually what it Which is. Which is like the plot uh, of Justice League. Basically. But she it's the second time Buffy's died in, in the show. She dies at the end of the first season and she dies at the end of season five. Uh, the first chunk of season six is they have they bring her back to life. Um, when she comes back the first time, it's more so just that like explains that she's like part of the prophecy or something. But when they bring her back the second time, it uh, causes uh, problems later down the road. But the main thing is she was actually in heaven the entire time. So when they bring her back, she's like in a state of depression for most of the season because it's like, hey, guys, I was in heaven. This is uh, so much worse. This is worse. I have to fight demons and shit again. And like season six of Buffy is like rough. But it's uh, basically they have that conversation. And like I turned to my friend who also watched Buffy. And he, I was just like, this just this is Buffy. And he was just like, I was thinking the same exact thing. Cut to two characters who are sort of trying to be buddy buddy, but like ha- are sort of still button heads, like joking while just literally digging up a Superman's grave, is so fucking CWE. Like, oh yeah, I was thinking Smallville when I saw that. Um, and also, I liked, I almost liked it in the sense that I overhyped this return, and it's just as easy as and simple as them digging his grave up. And I was like. That's, it's inconsistent as fuck compared to like Superman being alive, never being dead. Cause it kind of negates the whole soil thing at the end of Batman v Superman. Cause they're just, they just basically straight up admit that he's dead and is, and he, they have to reanimate him with the mother box. Anyway, also re, you could tell that was reshot yeah. because cyborgs wearing a track suit to hide the, so they don't have to fucking CGI his whole body, mm-hmm. uh, which happens about that a, lot. a lot in this movie. A lot. Um, and I think Snyder probably it did worked. it a couple times. Like I think some I think of this, yeah, I think some of this, well, I mean, he, practically he's trying to hide himself too. So yeah, um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I think there were scenes where he wears that tracksuit and Snyder did shoot it. So it wasn't something that they just decided to... I don't think it was something they decided to do in reshoots. Um, no, I, 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 it makes sense for his character and everything. Yeah. I, and, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's talk about Cyborg a little bit. I liked him. Yeah, it wasn't... He, he didn't really... He was Cyborg Exposition. Uh, he was. He really was. He was... He was like the tool of the group like in that like they needed him to like execute the plan everyone like served a purpose i do think i liked that no one was just kind of there you know they were they gave everyone something to do that gave it a reason for like why would aquaman and all these people with vastly different abilities team up Uh, Mm um so yeah go ahead sorry well, I, I was just going to say, I liked Cyborg, and we had talked at some point and where I, one of my predictions was that he's not going to say Booyah until the final battle, uh, where from what we've seen in the trailers, like, from what I remember of Cyborg and the Teen Titans cartoon, which I watched a little bit when that was on, 
was that he was really big and boisterous and he would be like, yeah, booyah. He'd be saying, booyah is his fucking catchphrase. Uh, and then everything in the trailers for this is just like, I'll take it from here, Alfred. I'm a cyborg, man. You should probably and move. And that's not in the movie probably. either. That's not in the movie. You're right. I was waiting for that. That was in the... Mm. Shall we? Wonder Woman, shall we? Not in the movie. These are all like good action. like The flash touching that glass yep. as it shatters and warps around him. Not in the movie. Um, the... Uh, yeah, I, I, I was expecting the Flash to be the one to reach out to, because they're the closest in age. And Flash is kind of goofy. Cyborg is clearly depressed because, like, he was the high school quarterback, right? Like, yeah. he was the high school College. superstar. College. Yeah. Uh, where it's just like, he would have this big personality, and it's, like, not there yet. And, like, there's not even that many hints that it's coming back. Like, he's starting to get more comfortable with the state of his being now. But I really wanted it to be almost Terminator 2-ish, where... Like the Flash coaxes a catchphrase out of him, where it's like, you gotta be like, you gotta say something. Like, yeah, they could have maybe known each other. Like, chill they went to out, the same high squad. school. Yeah, chill out. Uh, yeah, that. Chill out, dickwad. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Uh, uh, he, yeah. he gives a, like, somber booyah to himself. He's like, booyah. And no one else heard it besides him. Booyah. Because, <laughs> like, that would have been another Terminator 2 reference. Because his dad is Miles Dyson. And yep. his character in this movie is Miles Dyson. He's also in Smallville, too, ironically enough. he's in. Does he play Miles Dyson? Yep. He's wow. in a lab coat. Um, <gasps> <gasps> seeds intense. Seeds intense. <laughs> I love that part of the movie. Seems so, so intense, dude. That's it a is. great performance. Good. Thank you. Uh, uh, for me, thank you. I know. <laughs> uh, anyway, anywho, uh, anywho. So they resurrect Superman, which I I didn't like. I liked that execution of that scene because it, like I said, the score. I love that. I'll send that music to mm-hmm. you. It's really good. Um, and I was like, okay, they clearly rewrote this. So. Yeah, it's still, it didn't feel grandiose. It just felt yeah. like. It was too simple. It was so simple. It was so simple where it's like, all right, we got to drop this mother box from up here into the goo that Michael Shannon playing his corpse of himself had to swim around in uh, in the last movie. And you know uh, who puts, you know who puts Superman underwater? Aquaman. That's why he's there. That one was so goofy. Was Superman's great. like Superman's like corpse dummy because like Michael Shannon when they had the Zod corpse in Batman v Superman, Michael Shannon came back to play the corpse yeah. is what I tell myself. And don't you ever try and tell me anything otherwise. But in this, like they clearly just had like a dummy, and like they, they basically it feels like they basically just like go to the corner of this pool and they just kind of knock over it, like shake him out. And like push it over and he doesn't fall out, so you gotta shake it a little bit. And he falls in, holding a picture of his dad in his fucking suit, and he's got a whole huge hole in his chest. And Aquaman pushes him underneath so that the goo fills in the big hole in his chest. Um, like I, the Aquaman putting him under was just that. Just was another thing that screamed like Batman and Robin to me, like. Mr. Freeze, some kind of thing that Mr. Freeze would do in that yeah. situation. You know what I mean? Just like, oh, yeah. well, he's the water guy, so. <laughs> it was. It felt very baptismal, too, where yeah. I was like, I don't think there's any subtext there, is there? Also, I don't know. Probably not, because Whedon shot it. Snyder would have probably done, like, the most on-the-nose, like. And that's, a, I think we talked about that, like, 
that's what I want to see from Snyder. I want to see Snyder's fucking jizzing, just Jesus imagery of Superman, like coming out of like a cave, walking on water, like doing all this crazy shit. Cause why not? Yeah. Like, yeah. Instead, was, Snyder. Yeah. Like it could have been the most in oh, like self-indulgent Snyder sequence of all time. There was one rumor I heard where it was going to be Superman fighting a bunch of people after he comes back to life and he starts out like the zombie sort of like he is in BVS and um, Dark Knight Returns after he gets nuked and he's kind of like a corpse and like he'll like throw a punch and he'll like fall over and then he'll like the sunlight's just pouring down on him and he'll like push himself up and like he'll be a little bit more filled in and it was going to be him fighting through people but like literally filling out and like like a balloon, like thumb in his mouth is like, <laughs> and like puffing, puffing himself up while he's like struggling to keep going. And then he's just like back into it where it's, and then they play the wonder woman theme for him. Cause it'd be fucking sweet. Yeah. When he's all fully powered. Uh, yeah, they, uh, well, they abandoned pretty much. They have a, a little hint of it in the very beginning and then it never comes back. Uh, the, what? the wonder woman theme. Um, yeah. Oh, wait. I want to talk about the Wonder Woman bank heist scene real quick, or museum that, yeah. heist. Yeah, I know. And we're going back all over the place. Uh, we're forgetting about certain things. The um, uh, I really liked that part. Uh, yeah. I thought it was really cool. She it was very clear circumstances. I was bummed out because in the trailer, it's like these go- these goons whose face you don't see. These like suited goons in like a city are like holding a bunch of hostages and robbing like a museum or something. And it felt like in the trailers, they might reveal that it's like a minor bad guy, like pan up and it's black mask or something like that. Like, it could have been really cool. Unnecessary, but really cool. Pan Instead, up, it's just Bruce Bolton. <laughs> it is Bruce Bolton. That's right. It was, it was Bruce Bolton uh, the whole time. Um, and they're like parademon, like worshipers, which was the thing that like, didn't that, that came up like a couple times. Fuck, going back again, I'm sorry. That Batman rooftop scene was so weird. There's a criminal who comes out to a roof and sees Batman, and then Batman, like, wraps him up, and he he hangs this guy over the ledge, and he's like, what do you want from me? And then Batman's like, I want your fear. Then a parademon swoops up, and they, they fly around and fight, and then Batman defeats the parademon, which blows up and it burns four squares into a wall. And Batman's like, oh, these symbols, Lex Luthor in the mother boxes. And it's like, now that I'm saying all of this, it's like, fuck, fuck, Sean. A lot of, a lot uh, of exposition dump in that first scene. But did you just, the delivery of that though yeah. is a parody and exploded burning four squares into a wall. And Batman's like, well, we got to find these mother boxes that Lex Luthor knew about. It, but then I don't know what that criminal was doing on the roof or if Batman knew him and like was kind of friendly with him in his Batman way of being like, I can get information from you whenever I need. But Batman just leaves that guy up there to do whatever he was going to do with his bag of presumably weapons. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. It's It was weird. Then the Wonder Woman thing was fucking awesome where they had 20 – she had 20 seconds to stop a bomb that was going to blow up the entire – um, museum, even though they said something about like three, a bunch of city blocks were rigged to blow very quickly and then that didn't happen. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Um, but she's, she 
has 20 seconds to do it, and she beats up all the fucking dudes, grabs the the uh, briefcase bomb, jumps up like three stories of a building, and chucks it up in the air, and like saves the day. But then she has to go back down because now Bruce Bolton's about to shoot at a crowd of people. And what does she do? She doesn't fucking break his neck. She goes and she he opens fire as an automatic weapon and she stops every, she runs along the, the that was a really train cool of people shot. and she blocks all the bolts with her uh wrist wrist johns. Uh there's and she like one of the bullets like gets through and she like s- gently moves the person out of the way as the bullet like cuz Wonder Woman in bullet time is like I don't know why Wonder Woman's the person to bring it back. Um and then she like beats the shit out of Bruce Bolton by using something that I need to ask you about, which I'm going to forget about if I don't. She does her bracelet smash thing. Sean, what the fuck is that? It's been three movies now, and I don't understand her wrist bracelet smash. It's uh, it's the power of uh, female will, dude. I don't know, honestly. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> I was watching Wonder Woman today. I was like, I gotta ask Sean about this. I keep forgetting because like every, it's in all the movies. It's like her most powerful move, and I don't understand what it is. It's so overpowered. It works on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it works on everybody and everything, and it can like level a block, a city block. Like I don't. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I'm it's, sorry, I'm up little, in arms about it's it. It's a little inconsistent. No, you're right. It's a little inconsistent. Um, yeah, that is a good sequence, though. Sorry. I did like that scene. Um, it's a good sequence. I'll, I'm gonna shut up for a little bit if you want to go through some other plot things. Uh, I guess we could just fast forward back to Superman coming back. Right. That's pretty much. All that happens. There's a sequence. There's a, the battle sequence in the nuclear reactor that's under Gotham Harbor, and that's where Cyborg, Batman, yeah, so we uh, talk about um, Flash and the- Wonder Woman, which they cut like a lot of that out too. There's nothing I, that that scene's probably a third of what it probably was, um, right? They don't. They don't. There's like that long take of them going up an elevator or down an elevator, going upstairs, downstairs. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's like all those scenes that got cut out. Investigating um, it more, probably. Yeah, and then uh, they fight. I feel like they changed that because oh, yeah. I feel like they're in that nuclear reactor in Russia or wherever the fuck in Sokovia <laughs> at the end of the movie because it's basically Sokovia. The, uh, uh, while we're following the... I, I call them the Russian Juarez family. Because <laughs> they're the Juarez family from Sony. Yeah, that was a clear... That was definitely a reshoot thing and I was like, this is weird. But I also could have seen Snyder doing that too, just following one random family. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I, oh, this will be the human element. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it just felt super Age of Ultron. Oh yeah, all. for sure. Um, for sure. W- which was weird. That. Um, good I morning, wanna... Juarez family. Good morning, Juarez family. Uh, yeah, the the first I liked the first skirmish they had as a unit with Steppenwolf when it started. Where it was Flash, Cyborg, Bats, and Wonder Woman, because everyone just kind of they all just kind of do their own thing, and I don't think they. After and that's what screws them up because they're not working together. But I don't think there's even that much of a heavy-handed emphasis on like we gotta work as a team. Like you can't go and do your own thing. Like I liked the the whole thing with Batman and Flash too, where he goes save one person. That's all you gotta do, and he saves one person, and then he saves another, and he like you know gets yeah. he, he loves the feel. Like, that was a really good character beat. I think that was yeah something that I, yeah. I really appreciate. Like I said, another 
like most of the stuff that I liked involved the flash in some degree. Uh, I just, ironically, I just didn't think he was that funny. No, I didn't. Like I said, the, <laughs> the things I found funny were not even lines. They were looks that he gave. And then the character beat of him saving people was good. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, he didn't do what I thought would have been really cool, which was travel through time just a little bit. Like to save somebody that or was like the whole thing they fight probably somebody. Cut. Flashpoint was totally a thing. Not like a major flashpoint. I'm talking about a very, very minor one, like going back two seconds in time to like, but like accidentally, I wanted him to stumble into doing it. Um, and like, almost presented in a way where we were kind of like, what happened? Exactly. Where yeah. he's the only one who acknowledges it, but he acknowledges it by being like terrified and be like, uh, Okay, and then just kind of like running away, where he's like, "I don't fucking know what happened there," but like not telling anybody about that. Yeah. Like, and then it could be a thing to explore in his own movie, where he's like, "I traveled through time once while running, and now I'm going to try and do it." And that's how he stumbled. That's how he makes a, a problematic flashpoint. Mm. The um, yeah, that that was a cool sequence. Uh, I like Batman got it fucked up in that sequence. He was getting thrown around by one parademon, which was kind of interesting. Uh that it's they make like, it yeah, realistic like that one thing yeah. i will say is they don't make batman incredibly overpowered in either movies he's he he fits just where he should in this in in amongst the heroes yeah i just wish he was a little bit more badass like he was in BBS. he wasn't badass i was like waiting for one cool and i that was another thing that got cut i think i saw them bts stuff of him taking down like three or four power demons at once and they cut that too mm-hmm. um so then they go back, have the conversation about we need Superman. Uh, they get Superman. Uh, Can we they... talk about the flashback? That was maybe my favorite part of the movie, which I feel like got cut down a lot. Flashback. The Steppenwolf backstory. Oh yeah, there's there was that that did happen in this movie. Dude, it was the craziest part of the movie. That it probably, was so crazy. That probably got cut significantly too. It, which I, I think it did, and like. Oh, come on! You like had that was Zeus. So... You had one of the Green Lanterns. You had. I think Ares was in there. I think Ares and Zeus were both in there. The fucking bad guy from Wonder Woman did a heroic thing by like axing fucking Steppenwolf in like the head. That's what it looked like. Mm. There was a Green Lantern, a crazy alien Green Lantern, which in its four seconds of screen time was like way better than Ryan Reynolds and his ring. He gets killed, and his ring. I keep saying he. I'm assuming it's gender. It's his alien, so it could be anything. But the uh, its ring like flows, flies away, and like zigzags around, and it just goes off. And I was expecting a post credit scene to be someone picking up the ring, but they though that was the thing. I read an article. They said they did shoot one that never got in there. Um, what was it? Was it like a, a Green Lantern? Lantern? It was a Green Lantern related one. Um, mm, I knew it. That I was, fucking knew it. That was a really cool scene. I did like that too. That was those that scene. Basically, my two favorite action scenes did not involve me. the Justice League. <laughs> what was the other one? What was your favorite the, action scene? The Amazonians trying to get the mother box. Oh away right, 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 right. So neither yeah, is, fucking sweet. Neither, is, neither, and that's where I think that kind of paid off. Where they got the guy that shot Game of Thrones. They were go- totally going for like Lord of the Rings, like. Yeah, it was cool. It was well done. The though, that Amazon shit, one or the both of them, the Amazon and mm-hmm. the Steppenwolf. That was like better than the stuff in Thor. I thought like the epic shit in Thor that was supposed to be what that was. I was thinking about this. Uh, I was like, I feel like we're gonna get to this question, Sean. What which movie did you like more? 
I feel Thor like initial this. reaction probably Thor, but uh, I feel like I don't know. I don't know how I'm you're gonna... really sounding low on this movie. I'm, so I'm yeah. not trying to. I'm not trying to sway you either way. I'm just no, kind of. Like... I, I need to see this one again for sure. I don't know how this is going to age with me. It could get better. It could just yeah. be a total miss for me. The I didn't hate this uh, completely. I, I should say that I really liked all the action, and I think, and I was. This is how I'm gonna compare it. Thor is a funnier movie, and the in between the action scenes chunks are far fucking superior. Oh yeah. Even though it still feels disjointed, and there's some really bad green screen and reshoot scenes that happen in Thor, there, it's not as jarring throughout. Um. But the action in Thor isn't as good, I don't think, in the as the action in this. And the action in this is kind of disjointed and stuff. But the best action scene in Thor Ragnarok is when our hero fights a giant monster wielding an axe. It's the most exciting part. And this movie is exclusively our heroes fighting a giant monster with an axe. So, <laughs> like... Yeah... Yeah, this just this just has more of it, which you know, like Steppenwolf was like dumb, but at least I don't know, he's like interesting looking a little bit. Like zero cool out of zero show. stars, no <laughs> Steppenwolf songs, or zero out of ten stars, <laughs> no no Magic Carpet Ride or Born to Be Wild, uh, no stars for oh. Justice League. Oh man, there uh, there definitely could have been. They could have worked in a Born to be Wild in there for if another Terminator. The movie another they, Terminator 2 reference, Sean. Give them to me. <laughs> the movie that they made, why not? You know? like and It was bad to the bone in Terminator 2. Yeah, um, you're right. George Thurgood. Um, uh, so Superman gets... Oh, flat, can I talk about one other Flash thing real quick? Um, uh-huh. The scene when... Actually, you know what? Scratch that. Let's do a let's do a list of things that were definitely reshot at the end, and like things we noticed. I think we should do a a, a rundown of our own. Uh, okay. Oh wait, I've reshot things. I still want to talk about that Superman resurrection because we're really just like. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. I I, anyway, I wanted to. That's something, fine. The thing I wanted to talk about in Flash was a scene that I a part of the scene that I knew was reshot. Um, okay. Based on his hair and all that stuff. In the um, final, in the final battle, or like no, which, which part? Just in the, in general, uh, the scene. Shot? Well, I want to do a list of things at the end of things we thought were on sh- shot by who and like what it changed and right. Know, blah, blah, blah. Right, right, right. So I'll skip okay. that. Anyway, Superman gets resurrected. Um, they basically dig up his body and uh, get put it in some goo. They they, they basically just uh, shock him back to life like they do at a hospital. <laughs> They use the mother box as a defibrillator in a bunch of goo. In the in, in, he's in the warm liquid goo phase. <laughs> they, they shock him back to life. And then warm liquid goo phase complete. And then I couldn't take this scene seriously at all. And I think honestly, part of it was that. So he's basically crazy and evil. Like he's not evil, but he's like, just he's, like confused. He's I confused and he's angry and he he's X-ray visioning everybody. And Aquaman, he doesn't know Aquaman. Wonder Woman, he doesn't remember. Cyborg, he's like what? And the Flash is there too, and he's looking at all of them and like he's looking at their heart rates. And Aquaman didn't want to bring him back because he's like he's gonna be crazy and he might attack us. And because when he's back and he seems kind of crazy and tense. Aquaman's adrenaline is spiking and his heart's beating real fast. And everyone's like, dude, chill out. He's like, why am I going to chill out? He's going to fucking kill us. And then Batman and Superman basically starts attacking them. 
and he's evil. And I was distracted because if he's evil Superman, why not leave the mustache? I was really like mad about that. Yeah. Like, let's give him the black it. suit, give him the mullet and the beard, man. <laughs> just let him let him go wild. They could have fixed the hair thing by giving him a fucking mullet. Like there is, the black suit would have looked so cool. Yeah, it really well, would have. But I've, that was a scene that was also shot at night. There's a shot of Flash in one of the early trailers, or meant to be where he does place the, at night. Where he does the uh, yeah, he does the that wasn't in there. That yep. I was waiting for that the whole time. Like yep. I, you should probably what move I, was cut. Um, Mark yep. McClure got a new role at least. That's good. Yeah. The I went in that shot of the Flash doing the crazy like running stance and touching the the ground. I wanted that to be part of a when he had to defibrillate Superman. It was like I need enough of room for a running start in order to build up enough of an electrical charge. What I wanted him to have to do was literally run through all of Metropolis and like have this crit. The Flash doesn't do any crazy run that's no. like important it's in just, the movie. It's like, like short distances and like quick. yeah, he he doesn't do like I don't need him to do a Quicksilver where he saves everybody, but like make him run around the world because why not? Yeah, um, I feel like something Snyder would have done. Yeah, it would have been insane. Like Probably the Flash, didn't, Flash didn't do anything like super heroic or like impossible, like. I don't yeah. know. And I feel like everyone should have had one of those. Yeah. Um, no one had like their, oh shit moment. No. And all of Aquaman's were shown in the trailers. So like that had no impact. <laughs> but even still, like, yeah, I th- thought this movie wasn't going to have a lot of like stuff. I thought the trailers were actually do. I was assuming wrong that the trailers were doing a good job of not showing everything, but like, basically that whole Batmobile chase is like in the in the trailers. Like, there's a lot of shit that's like really in there. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. So Superman's back to life and he starts fighting everybody and like, in this whole chunk, I couldn't take him seriously because he's kind of confused and he's almost like a child, but he's shirtless and like oiled up. And he's just fucking, like, as you say, he's just 100% beef. And he's just kind of like, what's going on here? And he's, like, trying to be all mean. And I'm, it, he picks up Batman, who runs into frame, out of breath, being like, hey, hey Clark, I, um, I'm sorry about everything. And then he flies and he, like, punches the shit out of Batman. And then he grabs Batman. And Batman doesn't go, like, um... Um, Martha, like, <laughs> like, do a fuck you with like joke about it. At least that would have like, been I, that would have been actually really good. You're right. They probably Joss Whedon probably thought about doing it, and they're probably like, no, you're not doing that. <laughs> you're absolutely not making it fun. We still believe firmly in that being a good decision. Uh, he he picks up Batman and he says, "Tell me, do you bleed?" And it's like. Yeah, God. And he has almost the Batman voice. His voice is like edited. It sounds like sometimes, like when he's just Bruce Wayne, like they just start editing in a little bit of the robot voice every once. No, in a while. but no, I'm talking the Clark Kent. His voice. Yeah, is, no, and yeah. I, I agree. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I'm saying I, I agree with you, but like the it some uh, it just got me thinking. Like it, there's certain scenes where he's just Bruce Wayne, and it sounds like when he's getting more intense, like they put a little robot modulation in there. Uh, and it's like, what are you doing? I don't know if they are or I'm just tired, but like, idea. 
Uh, is it? <laughs> I don't know. Like he's he's, he's becoming Batman. He's I only Batman. He's, he's always Batman. He's a singularity. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, that Superman fight was fucking goofy. It was. Uh, there were some cool beats, like the like the whole the Flash, Flash thing was really cool. Um, and then uh, the big guns. Can we talk about Lois Lane's non-role in this and uh, how <laughs> I, it took me like. It she gets me- the Larry. She gets the Larry Fishburne Award for excellence in having nothing to do. <laughs> um, at least they didn't uh, try to put him in it too. But uh, they took him out. He was supposed to be. They cut him. I, no, I think they never. I don't think they ever shot with him. I think they had scheduling conflicts. Um, That's a bummer. I loved how little he had to do in Batman v Superman. It was one of my drinking game rules. <laughs> How useless could Barry White be? Yeah, no, whenever Lawrence Fishburne's on screen, take a drink, because the dude is just crushing it. <laughs> but I so, signed into your Dropbox <laughs> looking for some copy. <laughs> they uh, they have a really weird... They do the same thing that they do in Batman v Superman and not have a sta- an establishing shot of the Daily Planet, so you don't know where the hell they are when Martha and Lois are talking, and... Martha said that Lois was thirsty, uh, and uh, that was a really fucking awkward joke because uh, you don't know if it's a joke until it becomes a joke, and then it's just bad. Um, yep, that scene was so poorly directed. That yeah. guy coming in, being like, "So, what did your source say? What did he say?" Well, it wasn't actually a he. Well, it sounds like you should have been writing that story. I like. The thirsty joke, yeah. That's, that was definitely reshot, dude. That was a Whedon scene, but I was like, but that in particular was just probably put in there in order to pass the Bechdel test. <laughs> I'm realizing now because they talk about they talk about Superman a lot, but then they talk about that article. Yeah, and it's the only thing that probably two female characters talk about that's not about a man. Well, it's the only scene with two female characters in it, I feel like. That's what I'm saying. Besides besides the mascara, and they're talking about Steppenwolf, so I guess, does that count? Uh, I don't know. Well, he's not a man, he's an alien. Yeah, the fucking... Um, uh, 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 the, also, the Amazonians have a different costume. I didn't see... Some article I saw online pointed this out. Where Which they like, cut out anyway. It didn't even make the sexier. final movie. Way sexier. Yeah, they got their they got their fucking abs all out. The costume is those costumes aren't even the movie though. That's the thing. It's like no, they the, were. I think what part? They were, um, there's I think that they were the fucking awesome hallway guards who had those hammers and they just fucking like slow mo like, <gasps> like they that were was awesome. That the was most Zack Snyder thing I've ever seen in my life, dude. <laughs> Yeah, all the famous Garrett stuff was just like he just like yo let's get all that shit from 300 and bring it on set <laughs> but in this time they're all chicks and then he lowered his sunglasses and went there was a there was a big article in defense of it uh it is a controversy for sure but uh a lot of the actresses that were in those roles said like it wasn't meant to do that i don't think it did i i'm just i was just regurgitating that headline because like if anything like it just basically these women were fucking ripped. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. fucking it's, ripped. It's a dude. display of it's a display yeah. of power, much like having Leonidas and the three hundred not wear anything besides like dude thongs and capes. So, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, you know, everyone knows Zack Snyder just loves muscles. So, 
That's why Cavill running around shirtless, being all confused and trying to be evil, was the funniest thing in the world. Yeah, he's just wearing pants. <laughs> he's, just wearing he's, pants. he's wearing his funeral pants. He's wearing his funeral slacks, just trying to be evil without a mustache. Yeah, I'm. I'm curious as to what Snyder's intention was because they, like I said, they totally changed the resurrection of Superman and everything else he did after that. Um, he's in a different, completely different Superman suit. Where did he get it? Well, the Superman, the suits changed my like over every movie across. Oh, the shield, movies. the shield is wildly different though. It's you, real tiny. Yeah, it's, it's gotten small. I'll I'll pull up a picture of a comparison, but yeah, oh, they. It's, Way, way they, different. They alter well. I mean, the color for sure. The color is way more vibrant, but uh, it also doesn't have a big fucking bone spike hole in it. <laughs> that would have been hilarious if he came back and that was still there. Yeah, I was hoping for that. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been real funny. Hey, mom, can you uh, fix this? I'm you busy. S- I need Kryptonian thread. Um, <laughs> So anyway, and something to do in this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, Lois. I the, I think the movie could have done without her. But so I guess they tried in the ham-fisted way to kind of call this back to Batman v Superman in some sort of way. The big guns is Lois. He takes her and flies away, which was kind of a weird. And I was like, uh, I don't know if I'm gonna like where this is going. Uh, <laughs> Because he's like he hasn't like convinced anyone that he's good yet when he flies away with Lois. So yeah, I was kind of like this. This could go somewhere. I don't think people want this to go. Um. Yeah. And then she's all like, "You smell nice." And he's like, "Did I not?" And he's still shirtless, and being all confused. He's like, "Did I not before?" As his must, as his like upper lip dances around his face. Um. So they presumably bang and then uh Ooh, and he's like yeah that really <laughs> fucked being superman back into my brain thanks for that one. Oh, now i remember um <laughs> clark you, you did this before you died uh you pretend not to remember things <laughs> oh now i remember <laughs> What a fucking scumbag, Superman! Yeah, he's just yeah. he feigns he feigns uh, he feigns he feigns amnesia for sex. Um, <laughs> I was just saying, I think this is around the point. All the shit with Lois and Superman, I think, is the point where I went. You know what? This is bad yeah and, that's actually kind of where i said that too i was like this joss whedon i don't think joss whedon helped this movie no i really don't everyone thought he was gonna save it i think i think they should have just <laughs> doubled down on snyder and just went with it yeah yeah i really really do i think this movie this Zack snyder movie has a huge joss whedon problem yep i was hoping the two of them would come together but some of the uh <laughs> but like some of the all the Snyder stuff didn't work, and the quips Neither, and all, everything <laughs> didn't. And I feel like he was cutting out the needlessly grandiose parts of Snyder's vision, which would have been like the ancient battle between men, Atlantis, and Atlantis, and uh, it's Amazons. the last alliance of men and elves, dude. It's straight from Lord yeah. of the Rings. It could have been yeah. badass. But again, there was also so much other crazy shit going on in there, and like yeah, for the. Sure. 
all of the stuff in Steppenwolf's lair, like, dive into that a little bit. Like, all that was interesting. Some of that, like, was needlessly big. And, like, at the end of the movie, Steppenwolf put... Okay, wait, no. I gotta talk about the my biggest complaint about the Superman resurrection. So they resurrect him. They defibrillate it. And when Superman bursts through the ceiling, he flies out through the ceiling. And the mother box goes flying up through the air. And it lands on a car in a parking lot. And then they fight Superman. Superman Lois, the big guns show up. And then... Uh, <laughs> This is about to make a really gross joke, but I'm refraining. The, um, and then they fly away, and then uh, um, the mother box is still chilling there, and then suddenly a boom tube comes out of the sky, and then Steppenwolf is just like, fucking thanks, losers, and like goes away. I was like, what? You guys had one, like... Yeah. What? Like, that, that, was the, that was one of the more upsetting things, where it's just like, why wouldn't you, like, hey... Batman, just go, um, we got this. Grab, get some hands on that, all right, man? Like, then you could have two separate, like, simultaneous action sequences, too. That would, like, at least raise the stakes a little bit. Fuck, that would have been crazy. Just everyone else, Cyborg, Flash, and Aquaman, and Wonder Woman all caught up fighting Superman, and Batman alone has to fight Steppenwolf, because he couldn't do it, and he knows that. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Fuck. <laughs> like, it would be like Doomsday where he's just trying to stay away from him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. That would I have, be really I have a cool. lot of I have a lot of minor changes you can make to this movie that would have made it instantly better. So um, what else you got? I'm curious about that. Uh, just to have some sort of through line in the beginning of, like, a plot to this movie <laughs> uh, instead of making it scenes in an order. Um, so Batman does... Barry Allen's already working for the uh, police. Does he work for, right? In the movie, in the show, and in, in comics, he works for like a. He's like a detective. Like he works for somebody. justice department or something. He works I for. Remember. He works like yeah. So he, instead of him like trying to get a job and talking to his dad, um, Doctor Manhattan, um, he's doing that stuff already and Batman like deliberately leaves clues for the flash and that's how he recruits him. And that way you like, don't have just like exposition. You like are thrown into where they are in their lives and that's how they can kind of meet instead of just having like scene of flash talking about how he has no job and And his dad's in jail. And then he just has job. Yeah. He's like, I got the job from a recommendation from Bruce Wayne that you could still have that scene too. And just like, but different. He maybe gets promoted. I got promoted. Yeah. Um, so. Also, could... I am Flash Man. Flash Man. Um, so that's my thing. All right. So Superman gets resurrected. Goes goes home. They they go fight Does Seven Wolf. They go fight Seven Wolf. There's like nothing in between, right? <laughs> There's like very little. Um, Juarez family, maybe some Juarez family and it's just what Steppenwolf is doing so he has the three mother boxes now he stole what he also goes to Steppenwolf goes to Atlanta we didn't talk about Atlantis yeah, uh, it's so forgettable Atlantis Morissette the <laughs> uh, he goes to Atlantis which has one of the other mother boxes because the three mother boxes were split between men Atlantis and uh, Amazon and Themyscira and uh the Atlantis one was that was kind of cool. You get to see Steppenwolf's underwater and he's fighting everybody. And Willem Dafoe gets cut out. Willem Dafoe's cut out. And Mira Mira is there. Uh, Amber Heard, um, and she like has this 
it's kind of cool. She has this clap power where she claps and it pushes a bubble of air in the middle of the ocean. So like he'll be Steppenwolf will be like swimming around. He's about to grab it and she'll clap. And then he's suddenly like now in an air bubble and he'll like fall like 20 feet and be like, ah, oh, fuck. And then Mira uh, kind of convinces Aquaman to, to go get it. So he has to combine these three. Steppenwolf wants to combine the three mother boxes to create the unity, which will terraform the planet, presumably into apocalypse to please dark side. And also can turn every person into parademons, which ultimately love him. He says a weird thing about that at the beginning. He's like, oh, you'll all love me. You'll all love me soon enough. And it's like weird. Uh, Because that doesn't really come up ever again. Where do they get a load of me? Where do they get a load of me? Uh, Um, (laughs) What the fuck else happens in this movie? Uh, everyone comes together. Uh, after they Superman, that's how they should have ended it. They should have ended it like dun, Sausage dun, Party. Dun, dun, dun. Would have been a better ending. It just fucks. Everyone comes together, dude. They should have uh, just done Smash. <laughs> this should have been like a old, um, shittier superhero movie from like the '90s where they get interviewed and then the news reporters uh, name what their super team is called. This, what people are calling the Justice League, have <laughs> saved the day. That was another thing. The ja- there's a character who's there's a minor character who's a janitor, who Miles Dyson knows. Miles Dyson works on the Kryptonian ship from Man of Steel, which kind of was supposed to be the Fortress of Solitude, but isn't. And this janitor gets abducted, and then there's a weird news clip where his wife is on the news, being like, sounding like a crackpot, and like the news. The anchorman's just like, let's listen to this lady who claims her husband was abducted by space aliens. Motherfucker, your city just got destroyed by a bunch of aliens like five years ago. Like, And then, uh, yeah, like you have every right to believe her. Yeah, I was like... Wha-? That felt and Joss whedon too. But like, in the worst way, like they weren't even funny. She was like being like, oh, I, they're going to fucking probe him. And I said, oh, you know what? They better come around here and I'll fucking probe him, probe them myself to get my husband back. It was like and, weird. And Andrew's not uh, adding those F words. Those are bleeped those are bleeped out. out. And the then it cuts into the then it transitions from that to the Lois Lane, Martha Kent scene. And it's like, oh. I, was, I was like, this is not a good movie. Dude, yeah, that Lois Lane and Martha Kent scene felt worse. Like, it was presented worse than, like, TV. There are yeah. scenes in Smallville that look better than that. There was a shot where Amy Adams had Most a bunch of hair, a bunch of hair resting on her shoulder, and it just fell down. And that was the thing I noticed in the shot. That her hair, like, <laughs> it's her the hair, most, like, most interesting thing in the in the frame. Yeah, it was that her hair drastically moved when it probably shouldn't have. There's like a white. It's like a white room with few things <sighs> on the wall. It's it's like it's the a most, break room. It's the most unappealing scene I think I've ever seen in a movie that cost this much money to make. Mm-hmm. Um, like because uh, like I said, the probably about forty. I'd say thirty five percent of this movie, forty percent of this movie was spent was made with twenty five million dollars, and the rest was made with two seventy five or whatever two fifty. Yeah, and it's unclear how much of that was changing CGI and stuff like that. Um, That's also true, too. Because the finale, so Steppenwolf gets the three mother boxes and he jams them together and he creates the unity, 
which he keeps referring to his mother, which, again, I don't know the lore of Steppenwolf and Darkseid and Apocalypse and all that, but he uh, it starts to terraform the planet. It would have been nice if they told us in the fucking movie. <laughs> Saving that for part two. Remember when this was supposed to be part one? Oh, man. Probably would have been better, uh, that, dude. That was another thing I was thinking about the whole time where I was just like... I think a lot of this probably got changed to create it to to, to not create it down. Well, no, they went Cut into production down. only as one movie. Okay, um, ignore but me. they rewrote the script at the eleventh hour because of that. It went from mm-hmm. like we're we're only making one movie now, and they were like, okay, let's rewrite this. Yeah. The um so Steppenwolf jams them together, and then it's like these weird tendrils are like growing it, it's like a chemical reaction which i've seen online i don't yeah, know what, yeah, what it is yeah yeah where you burn it and it looks like fucking like tentacles horn, like are coming out tentacle horns like it's like a snake that effect basically is like growing everywhere and it's kind of hunting people down in yeah. um sokovia and uh i'm just gonna keep calling it sokovia um, for it because i don't know what the else that you would call it because no one knows yeah. where the hell it is like this They're, had the same problem with batman v superman you don't know where anything is happening yep uh, we just know that everybody left for work early that day, so the whole area is... Anderson Cooper. Anderson it's, the building is not... There's there's no one in the building. It is after 5 o'clock, where when people go home after work, uh, there's a little bit of traffic, but most people are usually home by 6 or 6.30. That's not in the movie. That's What I'm saying is it that... It might as well have been in that movie. The but. heat signatures that I'm seeing right now, there's no people... At all in this area. No janitors, no night staff, security, or, you know, people working late. No, no golden retrievers going to run out of the way of an explosion, Independence Day style. Nothing. Yeah. (laughs) Boomer. Boomer. Uh, yeah, that's, like, that's a trivia question for the ages, dude. What is, is the golden the, retriever's yeah. name in Independence Day? <laughs> I, the, I only, you said it like I fucking never would have gotten that. Boomer. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I couldn't tell you the name of most of the characters. Isn't Stephen Baldwin the name of the, the is that glass <laughs> bulletproof? No, sir. <laughs> is that Stephen Baldwin? It's not. It's, um. It's a Baldwin for it's sure. A, no, his name's, uh, Daly. Something daily? No, no, it's no. Not, he looks like a Baldwin, but maybe. No, oh no, no. That's a it is a Baldwin. You're right, it's it a is Baldwin. Baldwin. I think it's it's, it's Baldwin. the one from Firefly. I think it's Stephen Baldwin. No, it's definitely not Stephen Baldwin. It's definitely not Billy Baldwin. I'll I don't think that. he's actually related to the Baldwins, though. I think he's a separate Baldwin. He's a different entity. You tell me, there's multiple Baldwins. Yeah, dude. Anywho, he voices Superman in a movie, I think, in a cartoon. Um, oh, maybe you're right. He might not be the same He's just, Stephen Baldwin. Um, Which fucking... What happens time. in this fucking movie? So Superman's back. Uh, yeah, which was awesome. So I liked the finale because basically Wonder Woman and Aquaman are the two, like, Atlantis and Amazons haven't always had... They 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 hint that those two sides haven't always seen eye to eye. They've been at, they'd been at war in the past and... The two of them are basically the heavies, and like they're con- like everyone else is, has other things to do, but the two of them are like, you two just keep fighting Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf also something that they didn't do a good job with. Once he creates the unity, basically is worshiping it, and like when they they finally catch up to him, his eyes are a completely different color. Like they're filled with like this light, like he's been seeing something like so, that's like brainwashing him, and like he's seen something and he's like connected to something deeper. 
but you don't get anything out of it. His just eyes are now a different color because he's a video game boss. It's fucking yeah, he looked just as bad as one. Um, <laughs> I it, this movie is just like I think this is like one of the first times Adam Baldwin. Like, yeah. Uh, I did. Uh, all right. So one of the best things about this movie is Henry Cavill managed to s- make that line. I'm. I like the truth, and I'm also a big fan of justice. Uh, he made that not horrendous. Um, and that's like I think what you have to do as an actor playing Superman because he's just a hokey dude from Kansas, and mm-hmm. Joss Whedon I think kind of understands that, and I think they sold that line. As it's, best they could, yeah. It doesn't like fit. The, um, it doesn't fit in this movie at all. Like it doesn't no. belong in this movie. But everything that Joss Whedon wrote didn't belong in this movie. Uh, yeah. So that was the pro. That's I think the movie's fucking problem. It's, it's a Zack Snyder movie with a Joss Whedon problem. Yeah. Which, cause, like, I thought for a little while there, it'd be like this might work. Whedon can write character interactions. He can do all that good stuff. He visuals just aren't his thing. But it's like. I think he sacrificed too many of the crazy visuals for subpar Whedon writing. Like, it's not even good Whedon writing. No, it's definitely not his best. I think he's... <laughs> I, I would question him doing Batgirl, honestly. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I would I, I can yeah. guess that. Um, let's yeah. take a step back. Uh, yeah. Pump the brakes. Uh, yeah. So, but I did, like... He did some cool stuff. The Superman theme was in it. They were giving cool. the audience what they wanted. Oh, that's what I wanted to say. Um, Whedon did the same thing with Captain America in the first Avengers movie. Uh, there's only one God, ma'am, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. Same yeah. kind of thing. Yep. Uh, that's the that's first my, thing I thought of. Yeah, that's yep. the first line I thought of, too, when I thought of Best that line. line, arguably, in the first Avengers movie. It's yeah. so good. It's so it's, fucking cheesy. It's so bad, and it's delivered so well by the actor um, on both. Like, I think that's what I mean. I, Cavill... Cavill Cavill finally got it. He finally got... Well, he finally got something to do. Like, he hasn't had anything to do. He was having fun. He had no fun in the last two movies. Have you seen an interview with him? He's like the most charming dude on the planet. He's he's a really nice guy. He's a boring, brooding, miserable guy as Superman. Mm -hmm. It's like the opposite of... You see a man from Uncle? He's great in that. I still haven't seen that. I need to. It's like an Um, okay movie, but he's really good in it. Um, I like it's a filled with a lot of actors who it's like, why aren't you in more things? And then Army Hammer, you know, uh, the one actress I love in that movie, she's so great. Uh, uh, she was in Guardians 2. Elizabeth Karen Gillan, no, Elizabeth Debicki or whatever her name is, she's the golden lady in uh, Guardians oh, 2. Oh, okay, she's great. Um, the, yeah, uh, I, I he sold that line. I was like, okay, like that's uh, I could see Christopher Reeve saying that. Like, I, I loved when he flew out of the sky after rescuing an entire building, which was that fucking was ridiculous. Good scene. good scene, though. <laughs> Come on, fucking ridiculous. I don't know. I think at that point I was just like, that's so ah, Superman, dude. That's so yeah, Superman. That was so Superman four though. Like that was something like <laughs> Superman. He's gonna carry a, an entire building on his in his fucking hands, and like it's gonna look that ridiculous yeah. i think when he flew back after that steppenwolf had gotten like launched into the air and superman's just like do you need a hand with this and he flies down like two fist punches him down into the ground and then steppenwolf like slams into the ground superman lands where he's like standing over him like yeah. legs straddling him and he's like and he's just fucking wailing into him and they like like gives him a left hook and sends him flying somewhere else that was fucking sweet like yeah 
He used ice breath. I was gonna say he used. I was like, he's got new powers. He's got ice breath, which I think was something we had. Jo- I I remember joking about that too in the past, where it's like so because he has a big hole in his lungs, or like it's all dead there. He can use ice breath, but he's and got the ice. Ice breath saved the day. It broke. It froze the, ham, the axe. The axe, and then they shattered it. Mm-hmm. Which was fucking cool. Yeah, like, they were. They they just they just were like, all right, people were not happy. Did you read that article about how Warner Brothers was kind of wary of doing Zack Snyder's version of Man of Steel? They were like, we don't know. We kind of just respected him as a director and didn't want to tell him we didn't want a dark Superman, so we let him run with it. Huh. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, I'll try to find it and send it to you, and I'll share it on my Facebook page. Uh, uh, yeah, they were like, yeah. So this that coupled with this made me think they were like, all right, you guys didn't like this. Guess what you're gonna get this time? Danny Elfman. Danny. Hey, do you want to have a good old race around the world? We're going to have jokes, buddy. (laughs) Uh, He does the shirt rip at the end. Is that the last shot of the movie? I think that's the last shot of the movie. Shirt rip. I couldn't even tell you. Flies in the sky. That's the thing, dude. The first first 20 minutes and last 10, you're like, scenes in an order, action scene, action scene, scenes in an order. Um, Yeah. Uh, They beat Steppenwolf by putting fear into his heart, and the parademons are attracted to fear. And then they all swarm him, and uh, that he was gets like a slightly more interesting way to kill him rather than killing him, and they all drop dead. I guess because that was like what I was anticipating was going to happen. Oh Jesus Christ! You're right. They did it's, not Phantom Menace it. It's like kind of a or Avengers it or Avengers yeah. two it or <laughs> well, it's it, every it's, movie. It's Suicide still Squad. Phantom Suicide it's Squad. <laughs> yeah, kill the mothership. The everything else. Independence Day. Independence Day. Uh, <laughs> Another Adam Baldwin vehicle. <laughs> Yeah, no, that that's a really good. I didn't even think about that. That's a very good point. It actually mildly interesting and clever way of not doing that. Yeah, it was kind of Lion Kingish as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, which was kind of cool. Where they all just and they're all just in like a big ball, <laughs> like they all get. It, sucked it looks up. like a birds. You know, when there's like an overwhelming amount of birds and they all kind of like yeah. fly in the exact same motions. Which yeah, I the think parademons all, were cool. Yeah, they were, cool, they were uh, cannon fodder. They used them as they didn't like show them enough to make it obvious that they were like bad CGI too. They kind of did a good job of like not showing long shots of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you knew that they were intimidating. Yeah. Um, you know, it was a terrible element of the final battle. Final battle felt very herky jerky, like just slap, like not a lot of Butchered, connective tissue. Like there was, a, <laughs> I laughed out loud. There's a shot. Wonder Woman's got the lasso. She's uh-huh. holding down Seven Wolf or whatever, and Aquaman just runs into the frame from like off camera, and I was like, "This is like, this just like so poorly like staged and uh, yeah. blocked, and it, it, the way it was shot, I like laughed out loud. It's like he just runs into the shot and grabs the lasso. Oh right, right. And I just fucking die because it's, oh, it's just so hilarious. awkward. It was yeah. so awkward. I, you know, it was even more awkward than that. Just the random cuts of Batman firing a laser rifle at nothing. Like there was no connection there. It would just be a like a medium shot of fucking Affleck just. Pew, pew. Oh, I guess it's out of laser. <laughs> and then like what their moment of desperation is like they're, uh, uh, Aquaman and Wonder Woman get trapped under rocks and then batman's gun just runs out of lasers (laughs) yeah 
Yeah. The moment of peril is his gun just runs out and he's like, oh shit. And then the Flash is just tying his shoes while <laughs> Cyborg looks for Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> like they Can't get a signal yeah. out of here, guys. Um, yeah, get, hey, guys, I uh, should be very charismatic, but I'm not. The, and yeah. I cannot get a Wi-Fi signal out here at all. But even still, I, I I feel like I keep digging at that. But like I thought Ray Fisher was great. I really liked him in this movie a lot. I was like, yeah. I want to see Ray Fisher in something else. I, I don't think uh, he's in anything else really. But this was like I, mean, his, I think BVS was his first movie. Um, it was. They. I want to. The one thing I will say about this movie, I would. T- I'm like totally in on whatever movies they're gonna do. Like, yeah. I'm like. I want to see more of Aquaman. I want to see more of Wonder Woman. I obviously want to see more of Batman. Hopefully we can. Uh, I want to see I more I just was of... in the Matt Reeves directed. It uh, doesn't yeah. matter who's in it, Matt They're Reeves. Talking Jake, I heard rumor that Jake Gyllenhaal. He's talking to Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, but that could just be all bullshit. Um, Callbacks. A thing this movie doesn't do well. Brunch. Ha 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 ha. All right. Now let's, let's, leave, let's leave that into our next section, which is what was reshot? Um, what was reshot? That's what the jingle. was reshot? That was good. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> so the brunch joke, that was the first instance where I was like, the scene played out, Snyder's first trailer. It's like a big part of that first trailer we all saw. Mm-hmm. A, lot of the, a lot of the halfway decent jokes were Snyder's in that mm-hmm. scene. And then it just cuts awkwardly to like a green screened version of that scene. And his hair is different because he has a wig on. And he goes, so what's up with brunch? I don't get that. And there's that brunch joke, and that was very clearly the only part. That was like the first instance where I was like, "All right, that was reshot." Uh, they added that joke in to pay it off at the end credit scene, which is Superman and Flash racing around the world. Uh, around the world, I guess. Or to the west coast from Kansas. Yeah, to the west coast. That was another weird running joke where he just doesn't know if he's going east or west. Yes, interaction. That was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of like that word because, like, is if this it was east. <laughs> That played in my head where it was like if this if I was reading a comic book and like a cut to crazy intense splash page, uh, the fly, and then you turn the page and then it's um the flash running somewhere. He's like, I think this is east, and then you cut back. Like you just get one panel of that. Like yeah. that works. As, yeah, that works more as like a comic panel joke, but like because it's I don't know that worked for me. Um, yeah, the brunch thing. Yeah, so. Uh, and a lot of people uh, laughed in my theater, and I laughed awkwardly because I knew right away that it was like added in by Joss Whedon, because it was yeah. so obvious. Like, uh, look from the look of it, it changed so drastically. You know, it's like crazy because I'm just thinking right now, like, Suicide Squad didn't have this fucking these problems. It's still a worse movie. Cause it's a was... movie that exists that looks like it was made by one person. Yeah. Just. And a editing. studio. Well, the editing. <laughs> Nothing and 20 was board sh- members. <laughs> and like some nephew who's an editor and also like likes music. A trailer um, editing company. Yeah, a trailer um, editing company. Ugh. Yeah. But this this is like a, just a different, they're two different messes, but this one at least I think is more watchable because there's no good action scenes in Suicide Squad. But no. um, you're right. This is probably there. There will be a slight more rewatch value to this. Mm-hmm. Um, the what else was reshot? There was that shot when they, because I thought that they reshot the entire 
Bruce Wayne meeting Aquaman stuff, but there's only one or two shots where it's the Bruce Wayne beard. Um, I was looking for it. I didn't even see it. It's think. like one or two shots, and it's where they add that shot of him looking at the wall, and there's the painting of the mother boxes. They definitely added that cut away in. Um, and he's like, what are those? And it was, what are those? <laughs> what are those? Um, How happy do you think Affleck was on set to do that? Oh, he's probably thrilled, dude. <laughs> reminds me of Argo. <laughs> so good, dude. Um, yeah, so that that wasn't as noticeable because it was only like one shot, one or two mm-hmm. shots. Um, and it it's just, like, it, all it did was like tease that there was a mother box in Atlantis. That's really all it does. Um, right? It also, I think, confirms who Aquaman is because Aquaman's like which drawn on the wall. Do. Um, <laughs> just have Batman know already. Yeah, uh, so, he's Batman. Yeah, because he's Batman. Um, that was reshot. What else? All the Superman stuff. I'd say ninety nine point nine percent of it. There were maybe only two shots that didn't look like his lip was CGI'd. I don't know. Yeah, I assume all the Superman stuff was reshot for sure. The um, and um, like, but the the thing there is. We didn't like the resurrection scene. I hated the fight afterwards, except for, like, a couple moments. Uh, But I agree where it's like, I think Whedon got Superman at the very least. Like, he got the cheese that he, He, like... He got the very basic elements of Superman. You know, you missed this. Or, no, you, you went back and watched the clip. The clip where he's talking to the kids on the phone, where they ask him a question... Uh, and he's like, my dad, I once knew somebody and like, it's, you still get that he's learning the ropes, but it's also like, he's trying to figure out the best way to talk to children and not necessarily like tie, like an old friend of mine. Like it's, it's, everything's like much. Yeah. It's like proverbial, like proverbish than direct. Yeah. And I was like, that's, that's. Yeah, yeah, that's what it should be. It's like uh, RoboCop and RoboCop 2 when he gets all those extra directives in his brain. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Was that supposed to be before he dies, that scene? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's in the the older suit. I'm telling you, his suit is drastically different. Like, and not just from a movie-to-movie one. It's like a... Like, I don't know where he got this new suit. I would assume it would have been when Alfred says, well, as long thank God you're here. That's not in it either. That's the next game we're going to play. What else wasn't in this movie? Uh, what else we're was playing... shot? I almost want to think, besides the scenes of them getting the squad together, everything else was reshot that wasn't an action scene. Everybody in the, uh, the bat plane... Um, and Aquaman having his comedic speech about, I don't even care about dying. And then him opening up to everybody and then finding out that it was the last of truth. That was kind of funny. That was a good um, beat, yeah. yeah, it was a good beat. The, uh, that probably was added. Uh, I want to talk about Batman's plane real quick. It looks like a shark, which reminds me of the sixties Batman and it's bat logo is on the nose of it. And it looks like a mustache and it made me laugh real hard. <laughs> And I got to I miss that. It's, it, I don't know. It's like kind of, it just made me think of a mustache. Uh, but maybe I was just thinking about mustaches. During, I was probably just thinking about mustaches. Speaking yeah. of mustaches, uh, we got to talk about somebody. 
Mr. Sorry, this was not reshot. I'm sorry. This does not fit the confines of the game. Mr. J.K. Simmons, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Out loud when he was going through news reports where it's just like, all these people are abducted. This person was abducted. Crap. This person was abducted. Mega crap. Like, I turned to my friend and I was saying, I was like, crap. crap. Mega crap. Crap. Get me pictures of this one. He kind of plays him like JJ. You know, it's like, yeah. I did like that Gordon um, uh, unwittingly brought everyone together. Yeah. He sent the signal, and that's what called everyone together. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll show up to that. I, I thought that was a cool moment. Cool, I don't. Cool that scene might not have been reshot, or like some. I, I or maybe I don't know. I really don't know. Um, yeah. They. I like that, part. Th- that was a good scene. The, the look Flash gives when he cyborg shows up was one of my favorite parts. Really it's just like, what the fuck? Um, yeah. What uh, else? Well, no, um, I don't uh, reshot stuff. Like it's. I couldn't tell you, like, a running list. It was really just... The, the, I wasn't sure about the Superman fight, because that just felt all green screen. Um, any of the Amy Adams stuff, I assume, was added in. Any of the Superman stuff. I, some of the Bruce Wayne in his weird armor room. Yeah, so those scenes with... I think the scenes with Jeremy Irons were reshot, him and Jeremy Irons, because they just they were in, Wonder like, these Woman. small, like, small, bad three-walled sets, you know, like... Mm-hmm. They were just Wonder probably Woman. plucked off of another movie set, honestly. Yeah. Uh, Wonder There's Woman like no checking consistent on his wounds. Look. Yeah. It's just like, all right, we're on this set. We're in this set. Like, there was no, like, ebb and flow to the look of the film at all. The team in the Batcave felt very green screeny. Uh, yeah. The Flash running around being all excited felt very green screeny. Um... I yeah man, I don't know. Post credit scenes. I want to talk post credit scenes. Dude, of course I want to talk post credit scenes. I want to talk at length about that second one. But let's do the the first one was fine. It was just kind of funny. It was very fan service. Fan service bantery. It felt very much like the shawarma. Where it's like I'll mention yeah. this food item and then do a callback to it. Like I, I, yeah. I didn't care for it. I thought the it was, yeah. it was that was too goofy, buddy, buddy. Um, uh, co- that was a comedy movie. Um, post credit scene like Guardians Two can do that. Yeah, but this movie maybe not. When, uh, but like I don't know. Um, it's fine. The second one. Let's fucking talk about. Do you want to do it? Just I'll uh, I'll chime in. It. I'm sure. Yeah. So it's a a wide sh- or it starts in Arkham Asylum. One one assumes mm-hmm. there's a breakout. I guess someone someone lets everybody out. There's chaos. One guy's like Luther. What are you doing? Like he's just standing there. You don't see his face. It's a shot like a dimly lit. You see the back of his bald head. Mm-hmm. Like, Luther, oh, you rascal. And he runs over there and uh, turns, turns around. Him and around. Turns him around and it's a crazy old guy. He laughs. <laughs> cut to. <laughs> yeah, cut to. Deathstroke on a speedboat. <laughs> yes. Deathstroke on a speedboat. Yeah. I got to talk about this boat, man. <laughs> Just let me do it. Yeah. So a hard cut to Deathstroke in full costume on a speedboat. We don't know who Deathstroke is if you don't read the comics. Yeah. Uh, so very hard cut. 
he pulls up on the speedboat onto a huge yacht called the Icon, where there's a bunch of you see there's a bunch of people on board. There's a, a pool in the back, and there's like some women. There's a woman driving the speedboat, and then there's some women in the pool. Slade Wilson is uh, Deathstroke's name. He walks up the to uh, a couch where Lex Luthor's sitting. Lex Luthor's guards on this boat are all beautiful models holding <laughs> machine guns in like fucking fashion pantsuit sexy outfits, basically. I kind of missed that whole thing. I, I had to pee so bad that I was like, all right, let this shit be over. Let me get out of here. Wait, you didn't see this one? I, I saw it. I just didn't notice that. That was like the case. That was, at, that was part of it. Was that like, did it come off like Austin Powers-y? Well, did you notice that Lex Luthor is in the Gene Hackman suit? Yes. He's in the, yeah, he's in the plaid Gene Hackman suit and he talks to Deathstroke. It's, like it's like pinstriped. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it, it's definitely supposed to be the Hackman suit yeah. though. But and he's bald and he's just not as sniveling and like... <laughs> I'm going to feed you Jolly Ranchers. He's, he's, he's still Jesse Eisenberg, but he's playing it more straight. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, which I was fascinated. I expected the the person in the cell to be like, I'm the real Lex Luthor, Brian yeah. Cranston, uh, ladies and gentlemen. But and then he's basically just like, all right, thanks for uh, helping me out, Deathstroke. If you want to hang out on my beautiful henchwoman party yacht uh, and put on an old 1960s villain costume or 70s villain costume, how about the uh, robot lady from Superman 3 if you want to dress up like her? Scare Feel the crap free. out of children. <laughs> scare some, scar some children. Uh, Deathstroke is Joe Mangello. He takes off his helmet and like he looks pretty legit. It looks cool. Um, but basically, he's just like, so it looks like they, Superman and Batman, started a little league. Maybe we can start a league of our own. And then it ends, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> um, my initial reaction to that was, um, well, they definitely went th- meant that to be in the movie because post credit scenes do not rent out helicopters for helicopter shots. Yeah. Um, the post credit scenes are done on three walled sets. Um, yep. So they <laughs> they like do it 100- the way they shot all the reshot scenes in this. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so there's this really well, probably one of the best shots of the movie is in the post credit scenes. It's like this really nice helicopter shot on of a boat. nice looking yacht. Yeah. And uh, I was like, yeah. So uh, Jesse Eisenberg, I hope he didn't have to shave his head for this. Cause <laughs> I hope he did. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so probably got a nice fat paycheck to make up for it though. So, yeah, because like I, I'm on the minority where it's like I kind of liked what he was doing in BVS. I didn't hate it. Yeah, you can I, roll, roll your fucking I, eyes. I don't care. I can I can justify it, but I also justify it. I tell you, he's fake crazy, and Bruce Wayne's a real crazy. He's yeah. actually insane. That's how yeah. I justify it. He's all he's doing it for show where Bruce Wayne does everything he can to hide it, but he's like actually insane. Exactly. Um, and that was something I think that carries over in this interpretation of Batman is Death Wish Batman. Like he has a Death Wish for himself. Yeah. More so than any of the other Batman that we've seen, uh including Val Kilmer's Batman. And he <laughs> like him driving the Batmobile, getting chased by all the uh, parademons was like he didn't think any of this through. He just wanted to do the the Hail Mary kind of suicide play. And, like, he's yeah. – that's his, like, knee-jerk reaction. Some right? sort of a suicide league. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. 
Uh, y'all jokers must be crazy. Uh, <laughs> I meant to text you that the other night when I was watching Suicide Squad and that scene happened. I just wanted to just out of the blue, just y'all jokers must be crazy. Um, I'm uh, trying to think of like what else happened in this movie, but I really can't. I'm having a hard uh, time. Jared Leto showed up and mailed everybody in the audience me. Uh, condoms. <laughs> um, I, I think we actually did a pretty good coverage. Is there anything else from the trailers that wasn't in it? Because we started playing Alfred that talking to presumably Superman. Uh, Diana going, shall we? With Cyborg and Aquaman. That would seem like good is going to be a badass moment. Um, Followed by... Which we didn't even get that. Like, Elfman gave us, like, a taste of it. But and it was the most Elfman version of it. It's like this, like big, like horns. It's like if Spider Man's theme. It's, it's like Spider Man's theme sounding with Wonder Woman notes. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's really bad. Uh, it's it, Zimmerman. I think that was honestly the biggest mistake that they made. Because now I'm reading articles that Elfman had less time than he that I thought that he did. I think he did, which is probably why he's like, I'm going to sample some of this old shit, because what do you want me to do? <laughs> well, he could have sampled the music that already existed in that universe, but that's, yeah, fine. <laughs> I would be interested to hear the Danny Elfman updated version of the Man of Steel. Well, they, like, kind of tease it when they first go into the, uh, when they first go into the fucking uh, ship to put him under the goo. <laughs> They do. I heard it a little bit. I was like, oh, wow, maybe he did manage to fit it. And then it was like, nope. Um, so, yeah. Justice League definitely probably liked it less than everything besides Suicide Squad. I think I liked it more than BVS because it's two hours opposed to three. <laughs> Seriously, though. But, like, there's, I think there's more things that happen. And they also do the sequel setup stuff correctly, where it's mm, more I like that. I just want to see more of some of these. I got like Aquaman and Cyborg and Flash. Flash, I didn't love, but like, um, I think he can do something interesting with that character. I like, I like his energy. Um, it's more exciting. I'm more excited about the future of these movies. Aquaman, I've been on board with for a while though. I think that movie's going to be great. Um, fucking Dr. Dolph is in it. Uh, true. It's true. And yeah. Willem Dafoe hopefully will show up again. Yeah. Uh, Cause we didn't get him in this one. Yeah. Heresy. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it definitely liked it more than suicide squad. I think I liked it more than BVS man. is still, still probably my favorite. Then I guess it's wonder woman. Yeah, um, I agree. It's, I think it's Man of Steel, Wonder Woman, BVS for me. And then oh. it's Justice League Suicide Squad. How weird was it when Sokovia's weird chemical reaction horns kept blooming into beautiful alien flowers? Oh, yeah. That was fun. <laughs> I roll. Uh, it I was roll. like um, uh, in that scene in Hellboy 2 again where they kill the big plant monster and it like blooms all over the Brooklyn bl- Brooklyn Bridge and everyone's like oh my god it's so pretty and then it was like that but it was like all weird alien plants and like a little girl goes up and like shoves her face in one and I was just like what if it just like eats her face like 
We don't you know don't, where that is. You don't know. I also yeah. kind of expected them to like I fucking half expected Swamp Thing to be a result of what that was that would be doing. Cool. That would have been um, crazy. Yeah, man. Um I don't know. I got to watch it again because I was just so flabbergasted and distracted by things that were extraneous to this actual plot that I was like, there, this this is a more frustrating movie than BVS because it's not even a, someone's vision. It's just like a hobbled together mess to like recoup their investment and Which... try to get and try to make money. Which might have probably hurt them from making a better product, which is going to hurt them. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's a bummer because I think we were both like, you know, what, this is probably not going to be great, but I think we're going to find some more things to enjoy in this. And I think we were both. I was let down at... even with like pretty low expectations. Yeah, I I just wanted a little something crazier. I you know that's all I need. I needed a couple more bigger. It was swings. too subdued, dude. It was like really subdued. They should have just let one balls to the wall with it and just made it weird. Yep. Um, and they didn't take any risks, and that's like the one thing Snyder did with these characters, and like you know, love it or hate it, it's at least like trying. And then this just like went, did the most shallow thing possible and try to recreate the energy that Marvel has failing at it mm-hmm. and then uh in doing so just kind of ruining anything you were possibly trying to do mm-hmm. so i think they should honestly kind of just forget that these three movies exist and then keep cavill affleck can peace out if he wants bring in someone else and kind of just soft reboot the franchise keep momoa keep oh Ezra. for sure keep, keep everyone pretty much just let affleck leave and there's just like just set a new tone you can still call it canon but just you know kind of distance yourself from those films especially this one i think they should just kind of this should be kind of the tonal reboot but not the story reboot i agree with all of that um yeah i i agree with all that sean we should wrap up but i gotta pee so bad like all right interest to pee so i gave you want to wrap us up i'll be right back all right so I think me and Andrew both uh, share a similar sentiment on this film. I really, really, really wanted to like it. I've always been a DC apologist, people call me, because I will defend Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. Uh, definitely not Suicide Squad, but this movie, uh, I can see where people like it. I can see where people don't. I'm definitely leaning towards the negative. Uh, there is a lot of stuff to look forward to in the future. Uh, especially we might be getting the Superman movie we've been waiting for since Superman two, probably. Uh, but yeah, uh, my review on the pop topic is, should be up before this comes out. Uh, I gave it a 6.5 out of 10, which could go up or down depending on my second watch. I usually need two watchings of, especially Zack Snyder movies and especially this one, because this is an even more convoluted Zack Snyder movie because it's half and half. Um, so yeah, like subscribe, follow us on Instagram at Sean and Andrew, uh, Facebook, Sean and Andrew talk about movies. Uh, I'm just, uh, plugging our shit. Uh, Andrew, you making cases? Yeah. What, maybe uh, not, what do you maybe got, what got coming up? Uh, well, uh, as of recording right now, which is a, now a Monday morning for me, uh, uh, I, we try, I sent a 
my Geostorm and Super Mario Brothers movie episodes out. Those should be out by now. They haven't been getting uploaded. I don't know what was up with that. Um, which sucks. Cause we were going to put that at the Mario Brothers one out, and then news broke that they are going to do another Mario yep. movie. And I don't know what happened, <laughs> but ours <laughs> did not get uploaded, and it's still not uploaded, so we couldn't... <laughs> Jump on that news. Um, so, yeah, making cases. I think we're trying to do another one. I want to do a DC one, uh, the DCEU, because uh, this just came out. Maybe I'll do Justice League. Maybe I'll I everything I think you I can make a case. Um, I think I two could. More, two more things I just thought of that I wanted to finish up with, the okay. meta-ness. Uh, Affleck takes a huge drink of alcohol in this, and it's like, you know how we were going to look at this through the lens of Batman's drunk? He's yeah. like probably actually drunk in the frame of framework of the story uh because he goes and fights oh, like, right is. after yeah. well aquaman definitely is but definitely is. batman takes a pretty big drink too he right. he's in the room with diana oh, i went like, to the Where? bathroom during that scene <laughs> <laughs> you didn't miss much besides affleck drinking uh yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck that yeah that was like the scene to miss dude man. i gotta drive my everybody out of my getting the keys to my jet i'm gonna drive you all in um and then uh one more thing uh the film kind of references its thin plot uh in the line we don't have to understand it we just have to stop it the audience doesn't really have to understand or care about what the villain's doing we just have to know that the band has to get together to stop it and on that note okay can I bring up uh, on that note what? <laughs> uh, I was gonna have I was I was hoping you'd be like, all right, that's it for the show. But no. uh, I was just say, can I end on one thing? Yeah. Um, Aquaman finishes a bottle of whiskey or something like that, uh, and then he walks out into the ocean, and it was from the first teaser where it's like, we gotta show you how cool Aquaman is, and all the waves crash, and then the next shot is him flying through the water, and it's just a trail of bubbles behind him, and all I want is somebody to edit it where it's just. <laughs> <laughs> While Icky Thump plays. <laughs> yeah. That's another Andrew cut joke. <laughs> I'm going to leave that one in. Oh, no. That one's terrible. Exactly. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. All so right. that was well, the... Uh, yeah. Venting frustration review of Justice League. Very sleepy one. Yeah, it's uh, it's a movie I definitely got to see again, but I don't know if I'm gonna pay to do it. No, I don't. I don't think that movie deserves more of my money. I have. I'll tell you what. Out of the DC movies, I bought Man of Steel, and I have Batman v Superman. But I got Batman v Superman because it was like five bucks, and I probably was drunk at the time. But the, but like, I didn't get wonder woman and like i rewatched the day and i was like yeah maybe i kind of like this movie and then still i'm like ah, it didn't convince me enough to be like i would rewatch this the marvel movies are very rewatchable i think i just if not a little forgettable but they're you know you can pop them on and they're fun i like them but like this isn't something where i feel like i would want to own this unless there is like a director's cut that is wildly better which or an extended cut, which I believe there probably is. I don't know. At least like wildly more coherent. Yeah. Or let some not. things <laughs> let certain elements breathe more. That's all I yeah. want. Some of the more dramatic moments you can let breathe more. That's 
Yeah, I think yeah. I think if it doesn't exist, I might wait till this goes down to like seven ninety nine on Blu Ray kind of thing. Yeah, that's what Not I've fit, said about price. That's what I've said about Wonder Woman. If Wonder Woman's yeah. like five bucks. I'd probably do it, but yeah. But yeah. So yeah. on that note, on that note, let's uh come together. What if they did All Star for the credits instead? <laughs> Somebody wants to tell me, me though. Dude, that was the whole me throw. Are you still recording? I am. I, did uh, you stop? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Uh, don't stop that was like the hold me thrill me kiss me kill me of the goddamn movie. like it even that's between the opening batman sequence the silver batman suit at the end of the movie the uh end credit song weird plant-based villainy at the end weird plant-based villainy. ice blast uh <laughs> big aquaman, muscle man aquaman being the water guy uh by dipping it's fucking Schumacher, dude. It's a '90s movie with with the cheesy cover song at the end. Well, um, would you join me then one more time in a, a chilling rendition? And Jim Carrey. <laughs> All right, goodbye. Joygasm. Joygasm. <laughs>